The following is another Platte River Radio presentation. Platte River Radio presents High School Wrestling, brought to you by Trampy Egg, Elman, Maine, Costler Cottle, Broadfoot Sand and Gravel, Matt Pulaski, State Farm Agent, Lorraine Chiropractic, Nutrient Ag Solution, Town and Country Bank, Aurora Co-op, Family Physical Therapy, and Gillespie Ag. Hetley takes him over to his back and gets a two count. They're so tough, and Kluthi's one of them, but he has thrown him to his back. Back before the fall. In 3-11, Garrett Kluthi of Ord has become a four-time conference champion for the Ord Chanticleers. The state's best wrestlers have advanced to today's semifinal round and are one victory away from the walk and the parade of champions. It's the state semifinals coming up next as Central Nebraska's best wrestling coverage continues. Let's take you live to the CHI Center in Omaha with sports director Doug Duda. And good morning, everyone. Welcome to the CHI Health Center here in Omaha, where we are getting ready for live coverage of the state high school semifinals in Class B and also the third round consolation wrestlebacks. We've got a good number of wrestlers here in the Class B semis and about an equal number that are going to be coming through the wrestlebacks. Uh, Hastings, Adams Central, Northwest, Minden, Aurora, Cozad. We'll be keeping an eye on those and many others. Got a few from... uh, that are going to be good matches. Colin Pfeiffer, Derry Trampy are going to be with me. And, Colin, as you take a look at this, just like what we did on A&D, uh, there's going to be some good matches. Uh, some of them won't even involve our area kids, but the potential four-time champion is here in Class B. Yeah, uh, Paul Garcia, Scott's Bluff, going for his fourth state title uh, this weekend. And he, he's a dominant uh, dominant wrestler. He's headed to Wyoming next year, I believe. And... and uh, He's probably a pretty big favorite to win that. As as the, he's got Thomas Ivy of York in the semifinals, and then the other two side are the two guys that came out of his district, and Paul Ruff and, and Cyrus Wells of Broken Bow. Him and Ruff kind of have that history between themselves. Yeah, and Ruff has beat him, and I think it's kind of one of those deals where you kind of see it in Class A sometimes too. Is is those guys have wrestled so many times that those are low-scoring matches. But uh, Cyrus Wells beat Ruff at districts. So that, that match between Cyrus Cyrus Wells and Paul Ruff is kind of a toss-up, and the winner is going to get Paul Garcia. All right, the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show will continue as we get into the national semifinals, or at least the state semifinals, right after this on Power 99. Maternal traits, pay weights, higher weaning and yearling weights, meat and muscle. Also your Traeger Grill dealer. Have a great beef experience with Traeger Grills from Tobenheim Galve. Carney Power Sports is a proud supporter of all the wrestlers. With a large selection of new and used motorcycles, ATVs and UTVs, Yamaha, Kawasaki and Polaris, full service department, Carney Power Sports, 511 2nd Avenue in Kearney. We take pride in what you ride. And I want to thank all of our fine sponsors that allow us to bring you exciting high school wrestling, including Terry and Jason Stark of Hogemeyer Hybrids. When we get underway here, uh, right off the bat, Caden Sobota of Aurora, ranked number one at 106 pounds. He is a three-time medalist. He is looking to go into the Parade of Champions after being the runner-up last year. And Colin Pfeiffer, uh, again, it's rare, but it does happen. Sobota is able to be a senior at 106 pounds. We saw that from Eli Lanham of Plainview in Class D. Yeah, those guys are just guys that haven't been able to put a lot of weight on during their high school career, and and obviously being a senior at 106 has given them given them an advantage to this point. And then we will have Cameron Brumbaugh 
of Hastings. He will be in the wrestleback round. He lost in the opening round and then just really dominated the first two rounds of wrestleback. Coach Nolan Lock saying he just thought maybe Cameron had some of those jitters for his first time down here at the state tournament and wrestled a lot better. So here we go with uh, Caden Swoboda of Aurora, the 39-2 senior, top-ranked against Blair, and 44-6 uh, and six, Jesse Logos, a sophomore in that match. Yeah, and, and Swoboda, he uh, he got an important quarterfinal match yesterday with uh, Chance Hauser of Sydney, who's ranked number two. So so now Savota is a pretty heavy favorite to win 106 in Class D or B. Talk about seeding the state tournament. I think uh, maybe it was more yesterday or last night. I thought we had a lot more of those rated rest, high rating wrestling uh, faceoffs in the quarterfinals than we did in A and D. Was that just me, or was that actually what happened? No, there there was there was a lot of, of highly ranked guys that faced off, and, and some of that some of that reason is 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 some of those guys in the rankings are so close, and you know, like you look at Class C at at, at 120 and and Class C at one. 152 class c 120 uh drew castler for any wrestle wrote an article earlier this week and he thought that there was probably 13 guys at 120 that could medal wow you know and, and you know you got a 14th that's at home that didn't even qualify that was a medalist last year in, in riley waddington from wood river so that you know some of those weight classes being kind of a toss-up has something to do with that and and you said about serpentine serpentining the districts and and that makes it a little bit tougher and and seeding the state tournament, I hear, is really, really close. Um, I was actually told this weekend that there's a proposal to serpentine the West Districts, and if they can get that proposal passed to serpentine the West Districts, that's going to allow them to seed the state tournament. And uh, what, Colin, and, and I want to get down Cameron Brumbaugh. I've been all over. We have one minute in the first period of the consolation matches. He got an immediate takedown to the back of Tyler Jap and got a four-point move, then both reversed, and it's 6-2 to two, Brumbaugh at the end of the first period, and Brumbaugh chooses down to start the uh, second period. Caden Sabota gets the first takedown of the match over here over Logos on uh, mat number four and uh, doing some riding time right now, up 2 nothing. We've got a um, illegal penalty point, though, coming up. Yeah, I think, I think uh, Savota had a full Nelson there. He he's really tough on top. He uh, got on top of Hauser yesterday and and just went to work and turned him twice and stuck him. And again, the serpentine of the districts. What is this? The third year of that? Yes. Third or fourth? Yeah, third? this is the third year that uh, three of the four districts across the state um, in in Class B, C, and D have been serpentine. All four districts in Class A are serpentined, but it, but the Western districts schools uh haven't serpentined yet um and i think a little bit of that has to do with the travel that it would be required you know you don't want to be from bayard and have to go to weeping water or, or be from gearing and have to go to omaha scott and, and come to omaha two straight weekends and and so there's just some logistics there that they would have to figure out and and but i think it'll probably get done be interesting. I mean, just for us going up to Valentine thing, and that's a long trip. Uh, there was a lot of schools that made equally long trips. Uh, and if they do open up that West District, it'll be interesting because once in a while you'll have to have a Western team host that district as well, and the Eastern teams will have to travel out there, and I'm sure they're not going to be fans of that either. You know, but I think that's only fair to make those Eastern schools travel out West. You know, the, the Western schools have to travel all the time and, and to make these Eastern schools go out there every once in a while, it wouldn't be a bad deal. Make 
see Omaha Scott going to a district in Valentine. Uh, that'd be some history <laughs> right there, seeing those programs get together. Brumbaugh now up 8-2 to two after the uh, second period has come to an end of the consolation. Again, if you win this consolation match, then you are in for a medal somewhere between third and sixth, and they'll wrestle all of that through here. Uh, this will last at least on Wednesday. It was a little longer, or Thursday. It was a little longer than they thought. We'll be going till about 12, 12.15 in this round. Yeah, and here you go. Uh, Caden Savota get, gets a reversal right away in the second period and gets a guillotine and puts Lodges on his back right away and, and is going to get three more near fall and extend his lead to 7-1. to one. So looking to get into the parade of champions for the second time. Savota 39-2. and two. And that's another thing. Uh, I've noticed some of these dominant wrestlers, and we were talking about Garcia uh, going for a four-timer. You hardly ever see a guy come down here going for his fourth state title that has a loss, let alone three like he has. And there's a lot of these number one guys that have multiple losses on the season. It's just some of the big duels they go to, some of them go out of state. Yeah, you know, and it, that's kind of a testament to where the state of Nebraska wrestling is going. You know, uh, you, you see the D1 guys that we got going places that, that come to our state tournament and, and go 41-3, and three, you know. In Class A at 152, the state runner-up is headed to Nebraska, and he and he couldn't even win Class A in the state of Nebraska. That was a heck of a fun match, though. Yeah, uh, Nick Hamilton is, is very tough, and in his own right, he's going somewhere D1. And, Back. He's, and he's got a lot of those offers already. 45 seconds to go in our consolation match. Uh, Cameron Brumbaugh has dominated this one over Tyler Jap of Elkhorn North. He's up 12-2, to two, and he is riding top here on the restart. Back down to Caden Sobotum as he leads it 7-2 as they get the third period uh, underway. Sabota looking for his 40th win of the season. There was an escape there by Loges to uh, get it to 7-2 here in the third period. They're neutral with a minute and a half to go on the restart. And the 113-pound semifinal is underway. David Naylor of Lexington against Kale Lauritsen of Bennington. Uh, and Lauritsen is the number one ranked wrestler at that weight class. Yeah, and, and the score is we're 30 seconds in, and it's already 4-2. to two. And Luritsen, uh, he, you know, he just gets another takedown to make it 6-2. to two. The state wrestling tournament is no big deal to him. I mean, a couple years ago, before his freshman year, he was wrestling in Estonia in the world championships. So so this isn't uh, the biggest stage he's ever been on. And, and he's probably, you know, we were talking about those four-timers. He's probably in line to come up the next. And he has got... Uh... Baylor on his back right now. He's got the three near fall, and again, it was just the simple takedown, cut, takedown, cut, and uh, that's just a different beast anytime I see a guy that wrestles like that. They're not all state champions, but there's some of those guys that uh, that's that's their forte, and you can kind of tell that those are the ones that this is just another meet for them. Yeah, he, he's definitely one of those guys when you're walking around down on the floor down there that you walk by him, and, and he just looks different. Cameron Brumbaugh has advanced on with a win over uh, Jap of Elkhorn North, 14-4 here in the consolations at 106 pounds. And it's over down there. Naylor has been uh, pinned in a minute and a half, so uh, he will drop down into the consolation wrestlebacks. Hey, at least Lexington's coaches came dressed for the party this morning. Uh, <laughs> our head coach is down there in, in orange pants this morning. They have... They have Broke those out over the years as a little tradition. Uh, that's always uh, cool, too, seeing some of that tradition that is out there. 
as uh, Matt Four, Caden Sabota, has now finished things out again in a workmanlike fashion. He's going to have the 9-4 win over Logos of Blair, and Sabota will advance on to the state championship tomorrow. And he will take on Ashton Dane of Gehring, who was a winner here this morning by a pin in 2.59. So Gehring and Aurora in tomorrow's championship. Yeah, in, in underway here, uh, 10 seconds into the match on mat two is is Quentin Chavez of Gearing. He's 44-1. and one. He's wrestling Braden Court of Adams Central, 43-3. and three. Chavez is uh, headed to Nebraska next year, and, and so I, I think he's looking for his third state title here this weekend. And and this is a match where Court is probably a little bit of an underdog here. and uh, But but we seem Grady Aarons and Northwest wrestled with Chavez for a long time yesterday and, and a couple times had him maybe in some what most wrestlers would think they were in, in some trouble, but Chavez seemed to be pretty comfortable when he was on his back there for a second or two. Yeah, the two and three went yesterday, and Aarons did get his wrestle back. He'll be coming back later today. Zach Areda of Scott is the number one wrestler at this class. Scott does still have a number one ranked wrestler, even though they didn't bring a lot. Yeah, Scott's program is a little bit down right now, but uh, talking to Coach DeVetter uh, earlier this week, it sounds like they got some young guys coming in that uh, they're pretty excited about. And uh, for Court, he was a finalist last year, so he's trying to get into that parade one more time. He's just a sophomore. Uh, have an opportunity to maybe not be a four-time champion, but a four-time finalist is pretty impressive. And like you said, uh, Colin, he's going to have his work cut out for him here. Colin Pfeiffer, along with myself, Doug Duda, our producer-engineer, Cannon Rath, glad to have you along with us here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth here at the CHI Health Center in Omaha, bringing you today's wrestling. While Carney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home, don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. Chavez has elevated court off the mat, but brings him back down. Still no takedown awarded. Yeah, that was, that was a, just a slick little boot scoot straight into a into a double leg that Chavez hit, and, and they run out of time in the first period, but Court did a nice job of, of just scrambling and, and holding on to a leg there to not give up the takedown. I'm sure a lot of our Adam Central listeners will not know exactly what we're talking about, but this is the kind of match that would remind me of Bo Hostler's match in the semifinals in Class A the other night, trying to get this thing maybe into extra time or getting the late score in the third period and for court he does get bottom here so if he can get the escape maybe get a 1-1 going uh, deep into the third that's probably what he's looking for yeah you know you put a game plan together uh, like coach Ty Swarm said the other day when we talked to him you know they had a game plan to try to take that match deep deep and the deeper it goes the more you have a shot you know one mistake can cost you a match when you're when you're down here and and yeah we go 0-0 in the first period court gets to go bottom and that first point being scored might become in become a huge factor in this match you're listening to kkpr fm carney hastings aurora and the world wide web at platriverpreps.com state wrestling uh, final day as we said it was different this year because of the covid and a and d and their court does get his escape so with a minute eight to go here in the second period court leads the number two ranked wrestler chavez one to nothing, and again, A&D, we had that for you Wednesday, Thursday. Because of COVID, they spread it to four days. We're wrestling on four mats. We had six for the opening sessions instead of the normal ten, getting all the wrestlers in here 
uh, for the for the two sessions. And again, seems to be pretty smooth. And, and Colin and the gang, uh, we kind of alluded as far as the rankings. Court's in on a shot, but Chavez, man, that's a strong young man, Colin. Yeah, he he's just got great great defense, and and Court's in deep here, and he and he's got a chance to finish. Well, as I say, he's got a chance to finish this. Chavez just puts his foot down to the lip, back to the mat like it's nothing, and and it looks like he's going to be okay. But, you know, you're saying we're down here into the final day, and, and I talked to Coach well, – I call him Coach Higdon because he, <laughs> he was a coach hey, at UNO for so long. Anybody listening to us is okay with that. Yeah, and uh, we get a stalemate here on on Chavez in court. Uh, but talking talking with Ron Higdon on uh, Thursday night after everything was over, you know, and, and he's like – this is kind of weird, you know, you go to the Parade of Champions on Thursday night, and the Parade of Champions is kind of the finale show and, and kind of the end-all, be-all, and you got to this year you have to reset your mind and, and start back with the opening rounds of BC yesterday, and and it's been a long four days. It, uh, I, I woke up this morning, and I'm like, man, <laughs> it feels like I've been in Omaha for a month. I know there there is absolutely no doubt about it. As we come to the end of the second period, Court leads at one to nothing. Chavez will take bottom to start the third, and uh, Court for the first few seconds he was able to counter the first move, but then as Chavez started to get away, he just elected to to not get caught here for some kind of a reversal. So we're on our feet, and it's one one, and this is the way it's going to be. I mean, let's face it, Colin. I'm not even going to say the next takedown wins because if Court gets it, you got to think Chavez still has a chance. Maybe vice versa, not so much, and that's not a shot at Braden. But Chavez, if he gets on top, pretty hard to do anything with. Court in oh, on yeah, a shot, shot. He's got the takedown. And Andy's getting – oh, oh, they, they didn't give it, it to him. Bounds. Oh, and Coach yeah, Lenusky's going to lose yeah, his yeah. mind. Yeah, he, go, he goes straight to the table. It looked like there was going to be near fall there. Oh, my. And, of course, while Coach Lenusky, and, again, he is talking to one of our younger referees here. Colin, I'm not the pro. I'll, I'll give it to you. That was a takedown. Yeah, the officials are going to confer here. What gets to be a tricky situation here is, is what, what supporting points were. And it, it looks like to me that, that they're sticking with their call. And... The outside official here is, is a veteran official that's been down here numerous times, and he was in really good position. So I'm going to say they got the call probably right. All right, so we restarted here 1-1, a minute 10 to go, and Chavez now probably, if he wasn't awake already in this 9 o'clock start, he's awake now. Court's been aggressive. He has he yeah, has not backed down. Court has definitely been the aggressor here on their feet, and, and you know, we kind of seen this match. On, on Thursday with, with Hostler of Carney, Carney High. We're 1-1 deep here in, into the third period, and, and Court's been the closest to getting a takedown. So as this match progresses and, and gets later, you can kind of see Court Court's confidence level raising here. And again, Chavez, a kind of wrestler, just waiting for Court to maybe get a little too aggressive. 30 seconds to go. Grady Aarons of Granada Northwest has taken the consolation match, the 35-5 and senior against 32-6 and junior, and in Stenger of Columbus Lakeview. We get a stalemate. We're going to get a restart here with 18 seconds to go. Who wants to take that shot? 
Chavez has basically been on defense, but here we are. Short time in the third period, tied. Who takes a chance here? It's going to be Chavez. Chavez is in on a single. Six seconds to finish it here. Court's got to keep his balance. He picks him off the mat, brings him down. They'll go to overtime. Yeah, Court Court did a nice job there. He got he got locked in between the legs and, and was able to stay parallel there and, and not give up the takedown. Another thing that we haven't mentioned, this is kind of a big match here for Gearing as, as they're leading the team race in, in what is a, a pretty close team race right now in Class B. 76.5 to the 63 for Aurora. Hastings is in third with 58. And Beatrice uh, is 52.5. As we've started here in overtime, Court in on a single. Chavez got a counter. Court. Oh, what a great job, Chavez, and now he's in a little bit of control. What do we got, Colin? What a we, roll We through. just got a, a great scramble. Court's going to get the takedown in the near fall. Court is going to get it. Court is going to beat the two-time champ, Chavez, here. And he might pin him. Because now that Chavez knows that he's been beat, there's really nothing to fight for. 14 seconds to go in overtime. Court has won it. Now he's trying to get the near fall. He will not, but it doesn't matter. Braden Court is in the Parade of Champions for the second straight year. Hey, and you know what? The takedown that we were questioning on the edge of the mat, mute point now. Made it even more exciting. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, hey, Court did a nice job. Took the match into overtime, gave himself a chance to win, and he won it. So he'll win it 6-1 because he does get the three near fall. For those of you putting the score down uh, at home, man, congratulations. Awesome. Awesome. Tough, tough if you're on the other side of that. But, uh, again, teams that are trying to chase down Gehring. And, and for Beatrice, if I'm on point here, more of their points come at the upper weights. Uh, but they, they aren't as close as maybe they had hoped to be right now. Yeah, uh, Beatrice kind of really took it in the shorts there in the opening round yesterday in Class B. And and they probably had three to four matches that, that could have went either way. And it seemed like they lost – all three of them in a row on the same mat in overtime. Well, uh, exciting uh, wrestling uh, getting us going here as we have an upset. Braden Court knocks off Quentin Chavez in overtime, and we now will have Paul Garcia going for his fourth state championship. He takes the mat here against 33-3 and senior Thomas Ivey of York. Could that mat have a little magic to it? We will take a break and be back with more results. Our next semifinal is coming up at 132. Drew White. We do have some uh, consolations going on right now. Elijah Johnson of Hastings is on the mat and we'll uh, give you an update on Grady Aarons of Northwest. Stay with us. Pools, hot tubs, fireplaces, and accessories. Backyard fun is what we provide. This is Doug with Detterdings. See us for quality products and expert local service. We're proud of all the wrestlers in central Nebraska. Keep striving to excel from Detterdings and Kearney and Grand Island. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. Adams County Bank meets your personal and business needs. 
Experienced Adams County Bank employees provide excellent customer service and know customers by name. The Adams County Bank supports local organizations, making a difference in the lives of people living here. Decisions are made quickly and by people living in the communities Adams County Bank serves. Large enough to serve your personal and business needs, yet small enough to know you. Let the Adams County Bank show you what they have to offer. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Shockey Construction. Brent Shockey is your one call for any general contracting you may need. From customized homes, outbuildings to additions, with over 12 years of experience and quality work, Shockey Construction of Amherst is the name to know. Shockey is also a proud supporter of the Amherst teams and coaches and would like to take this time to say best of luck Broncos in tonight's game. Shockey Construction of Amherst. Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work to make the team. The lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry the rest of their lives. And finally, a word of thanks to the teachers and the coaches. H&R Block in St. Paul wish the area athletes good luck. Rick Davison offers tax preparation, all business services, including bookkeeping, payroll, and tax advice. Open Monday from 9 to 5 or by appointment. Call Rick at 308-390-7818. Welcome back to the CHI Health Center with Colin Pfeiffer. I'm Doug Duda bringing you the Class B State Semifinals. Just had a big Big match for area wrestler and Braden Court of Adams Central upsetting number two Quentin Chavez, getting it to overtime, getting the takedown to the back to win it 6-1. to one. Caden Swoboda is on to the 106 finals from Aurora. Once again, he won 9-4. to four. Davin Naylor of Lexington was beaten in a minute 30 uh, by uh, Lauritsen of Bennington. And so now we take a look at the couple of consolations. Cameron Brumbaugh of Hastings advanced on 14-4. to His teammate, Elijah Johnson, right now in the second period is leading Ashton Munsell of Wayne by a score of 4-1. to I mean, you got a couple sophomores, both with 26 wins. A lot of guys that when you look at a 26-12, 26-18, they've been in a lot of third-place matches, and they're trying to advance on and work their way back through the bracket again. Then Grady Aarons has been defeated. He falls by a pin in a minute 44 to Stenger of Columbus Lakeview. So that's what we've got going on right now. Drew White again coming up a little bit later on in the 132 semis. Landon Widener of Hastings and Trevor Cluck of Aurora are both at 145. They'll be in separate semis. Jet Samuelson of Hastings. And then we've got a few coming up in the upper weights uh, as well. But this 126 could be interesting. Be fun to watch this rough Wells match uh, again. Uh, as you said, three of the four from that West District are in the 126. Yeah, and and Wells Rough was a one point match at the at the district semifinals, and and so it should be another close one. We were just talking about Johnson as you were giving the the kind of the score update there, and and Johnson had a cradle, and it looked like he was going to put him on his back, and then all at once they were on their back, or he was on his back. So thankfully though, that was out of bounds. Six to four now, Johnson leading it here as we begin the third period, and Munsell will be on bottom to get it going. By the way, the other 120 semifinal, as expected, Zach Oreda of Omaha Skep is dominating here over Austin Munier of Sydney. And if Oreda can finish this off, he'll get court in tomorrow's finals. We were, we were talking about coaching flair and, and what some of the coaches are wearing. How about uh, <laughs> Matt number one? You got the Pierce coaches in, in plaid shirts, and, and the Pierce wrestlers are wearing plaid singlets today. Something you don't see 
And again, it was fun. You don't see it as much. Saw, well, Ord was one of them. They all did the hair thing uh, yesterday. And we were talking about the hairstyles. It's been a while, and thank God that they have gone away from the mohawk. Uh, but there's the mullet. There's the mohawk. There's the coloring. There's there's all kinds of things out there. And then, of course, there's the singlets. And now in this day and age with many more singlets, uh, you still got Mullen holding true to the black, but uh, windside pinstripes. But you've got a lot more to choose from, and some of them are pretty colorful. I haven't yeah. seen plaid before, though. It seemed like yesterday at Class C, you know, the state tournament, a lot of their kids have kids have hair, hair dyed all sorts of funky colors, but it seemed like a lot of the kids in Class C had their hair dyed, and, and compared to any other classes down here. Back over here to our consolation match. Things are now tied up as Ashton Munsell of Wayne... 6-6, six, six, and we've got a little blood time coming up, and there's only about 40 seconds to go in that match. You know, we, we talked about some game planning and, and preparing to beat a really good wrestler. Ivan Garcia right now is 4-2 with 50 seconds to go here in the third period, and and I was talking to Coach Brett Mahler earlier this week, and and. Ivy and Ruff, or excuse me, Ivy and Garcia have wrestled a couple times throughout their high school careers, and and they've been close matches. and And Coach Muller said, "I just want it to be close and give us a shot to get a takedown late to win it." Well, that is sound, sound advice from Quarter Pounder. He has done a great job uh, with through his young wrestling career. Of course, uh, he had been at Ravenna, and they're doing great again. And now uh, over here, where uh, York is building their program, and yeah, you know what? Garcia kind of backing off the mat there as the shot came after him. Yeah, he's definitely playing defensive here. And, and you know, is he playing? On, and there's a stall call. And he's definitely playing it a little defensive. And does that have something to do with, you know, Gearing and Scott's bluff are, are so close out there. And him and Chavez are really good buddies. And, and watching your buddy Quentin Chavez get upset right before you and, and you're going for your four state title. Does that, is, is there some doubt playing in the back of Garcia's mind right now as the match goes final? Garcia's going to win it four to two. He's got an opportunity tonight to become a four time state champion. Now we had a scramble here at the end of the consolation, Matt. As it stands, Munsell of Wayne has taken down Johnson of Hastings for an eight to six lead. And now Coach Laux who is usually a pretty quiet guy, wants to have a say in this, but the uh, referees already conferred, and Elijah Johnson, who had an early lead, is going to be beaten here by a score of 8-6 uh, to six and eliminated from the state tournament for the sophomore. And kind of a rough way for it to get tied to. A penalty point was assessed to him uh, after the escape. There was a penalty point which tied it. They wrestled on their feet for a majority of that third period before uh, Johnson was beaten. We've seen uh, the Widener kid from Bridgeport last night in the quarterfinals lose on a locked hands and a stall call in the final two seconds. Well, actually got a locked hands with two seconds to go in the match to tie the match to put it to overtime. On the restart, the official looked down, and his shoe was untied for a second stall call Ugh. and a penalty point, and he loses the match on a on his shoe being untied. Okay, stupid rule. Get rid of it. 
I, it had to be locked hands last night. Maybe it was the same thing. If I, I wish I could remember which young man it was because he ended up getting beat anyway. But it was four to three, one second to go in the in the match. Amanda's docked his hands right at the end of the match and and gave a penalty point up to send it to overtime and and then did get the takedown in overtime. Man, we've had two quick pins in a row here on Matt on Matt four. Yeah, Drew White, the freshman against number one Drew Arnold of Beatrice, and we didn't even get a chance to introduce him. Thirty nine seconds, and it's all over as Arnold will pin Drew White of Kozad. And he, and he bounces across the mat, and uh, that mullet was flopping around. <laughs> and and kind of something right there for our listening area is Drew Arnold from Beatrice is headed to UNK next year to wrestle. And one of the things, and Colin and the gang, with any wrestle that's been going here for a couple of years, and we can talk about that for a moment uh, as well, but um, that was like who had the best mullet or hair in the state it was one of the polls over district time. Yeah, there uh, there might be an all-mullet state tournament team coming out here here this next week. So, Tell the folks while we got uh, a little bit of a break with nobody from our area wrestling, again, more about any wrestle and, and how folks can follow along. Yeah, so... Uh, me and, a, me and a couple of buddies have a website called anyrussell.com. Uh, we, we started it a few years ago. We do some premium rankings, some premium tournament previews uh, for the state, or premium class previews for the state tournament. Uh, but we also have a lot of free content, and, and most of our content from this weekend, I mean, I think we counted last night. We've done 90-some interviews and, and posted them up on our website. Uh, you can go to our website, anyrussell.com. We've got a state, tur- state tournament hub. Uh, posted right at the top of our our uh, website that you click into that hub and you, you can go find all court sorts of uh, cool interviews and and information the the state tournament brackets we did a free set of rankings right before the state tournament and uh, we've we've uh, had Colin Goff from a former Carney High guy down here with us all weekend and and he's been putting together some pretty cool highlight videos that we've been doing for every round and and uh, we'll have a big one coming up here uh, at the end of the tournament. And, and you can find those interviews, too, on, on Facebook and Twitter. We've been posting links to every interview. And, and it's, it's been something that we kind of started out just to, to give the wrestlers in the state of Nebraska uh, a little bit more uh, uh, spotlight coverage and, and that. And, and it's really grown into something pretty cool. And, and last night, me and Drew Castler were walking around uh, downtown Omaha here with uh, some any polos on and and you know somebody goes oh are you guys from any Russell so it's kind of cool you know that that people are starting to recognize our logo and and our product and and we're trying to to spotlight and highlight the kids the best we can check it out folks uh, it's pretty cool it's got a lot a lot of information and for those that can't be here, maybe just a minute, minute and a half to talk to so many of these kids that, of course, were A&D champs and those that are moving into the semifinals or just have interesting stories. We're going to take a break here uh, in that rough Wells match. It went scoreless in the first. Rough chooses bottom and uh, gets the point here in the second period, so it's one nothing. We'll take a break. Be back with more of the Class B State semifinals right after this. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score time and money. Call State Farm Agent Matt Pulowski at 308-233-3276 today. 
Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. The Shelton Locker and Shelton is a very proud sponsor of the Bulldogs and would like to take the time to wish the athletes and coaches good luck on the mats. Looking for the freshest meat and the friendliest people? Shelton Locker is the place to go. Shelton Locker says, go Bulldogs. Klingelhofer Well Drilling in Amherst would like to take this time to wish the area wrestlers the best of luck. Klingelhofer is a very proud supporter of high school athletics and academics. Try hard, do your best, and that makes you a winner on and off the mat. Good luck, Amherst wrestlers and coaches from Klingelhofer Well Drilling. Lammers Truck Line, The River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are all very proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. The River Stop is the only stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas, refreshment, and to fill your tank. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. We are very proud to support our area athletes and coaches. Good luck, Bulldogs. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dents and door dings, auto glass replacement, Unicure spray baking booth that simulates a factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality baked finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They've been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. Good luck, wrestlers. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Doug Duda, Colin Pfeiffer back with you here at the State High School Wrestling Championships, and it's just come to an end over here between Wells and Ruff. Yeah, and, and I'm sure uh, Paul Garcia in the back of his mind was kind of hoping that Wells was going to win that match uh, just because of the history between him and Ruff, and, and Ruff has beat him before. So, you know, going for your four-state title, we've seen it before with guys going for four get beat in the finals. Um you know, and I think Garcia probably would have been more comfortable wrestling Wells. Ruff able to get the pin here late in the second period after you said uh, losing to Wells in the district. So Ruff avenges that loss and is back in. And remind me, it was those two in the finals last year, wasn't it? Yes. Yep. Overtime? Yeah, overtime in the finals last year. So Garcia and Ruff, uh, and I believe the first time if he wins today, is that? I think that's going to be the first time there's ever been an overtime match uh, in the finals, even though it won't be the fourth year. I don't ever remember another one for a four-timer, and maybe there has. That's testing the history there a little bit. But Yeah, I, I, I can't remember one too much either. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, usually those guys that are going for their four-state titles are uh, pretty heavy favorites. Back over to Matt One. We had some injury time here. Devin Ackles of Adams Central taking on the 30-5 and five senior, uh, Jaqua of Wayne. And uh, Reese Jaqua has been in control of this match. 
He leads it by a score of 6-1. to one. I think he just tipped them again for some more near fall points, and he has 8-1. to one. They'll go to the third period here, and Chocolate chooses bottom and is out of there in a second, so it's 9-1. to one. Devin Ackles going to have to throw some kind of miracle throw here to pull this one out, but we've seen a couple of them this week at the state tournament. Yeah, we, uh, we've definitely seen, uh, seen our fair share of uh, big tosses late in the match to, to win it. You know, I seen a kid on Wednesday was up 14-1, to 1, get headlocked and stuck. It happens, folks, and uh, it has happened here in, in our Caleb Pohl of uh, Kozad did it yesterday. It was 8 nothing at least, and he ended up winning in 440 to advance on. Hunter Heath of Minden has now taken the mat, the 45-6 and six senior in a consolation match against Platteview's Briar Nardicall, if I got that right, 34-4 and four sophomore. Yeah, and, and Ackles just got a takedown over here to cut the lead to 8-8-2, eight, eight, I think it is now. Got him on the edge. He's locked it up. He's turned him on his back. He's kept him in for just a second. Is he going to get two near fall? Yep. He will, so 9-5. to five. He's down four, but we got about less than a minute to go in the match. 56 seconds to go. And Jacqua very quick off the bottom, but this time Ackles is able to bring him and hold him. But, boy, Jacqua just a tall, lanky young man that breaks the hands but brought back down to the mat. Ackles wrestled a really good third period. Yeah, and kind of kind of the scenario where you're at here, if, if your coach uh, Lenowski and the gang there at Adams Central is how, how long do you hang out here and try to turn him on top? As he gets a cradle, he's looking for the fall. He might pin him here. He has time. Again, he's on the edge of the mat. He's got to pin him because it's only uh, he's going to go out of bounds. That's only going to make it a one-point match now. 9-8. After being down 9-1, 16 seconds to go. Might cut him. Yeah. He's had success on top, but I don't know if he can get him in 16 seconds. He's not going to cut him. He's going to try and turn him, and Jocko's just flattening out. He's not even trying to get out. Ackles just got himself down too big, and he is not going to be able to drop him down. Four seconds to go, and Jocko's going to hang on for the 9-8 win over Devin Ackles. So, yeah, in that that late uh, late near fall there in the third period or second into the second period is what decided that. So the only man in the wrestlebacks are Adam Central. That just leaves him one, but Braden Court will be in the parade of champions tonight. Over here for Hunter Heath, it's been a low scoring uh, battle so far as Nodrical got the takedown in the second period, scoreless first period. They went neutral to start the second. Nodrical got the takedown. Heath got the escape. They've been wrestling on their feet into the final seconds here. Heath in on a shot, trying to turn the single into a double, and then that goes into a headlock for Hondrickle, and they break apart. It'll be the end of the second period, and Hunter Heath of Minden will get choice trailing 2-1. to one. Well, I think, no, it's not Heath's choice. Heath apparently took the neutral. Yeah, Heath took neutral and ended up getting taken down, so now he's got to work from the top, and we're probably going to see a quick escape. We do. It's 3-1. to one. So now Heath has to find a way to get that takedown to tie things up here somewhere in this third and final period. Blake Kyle of Hastings has taken the consolation mat on mat one, 26-8 uh, junior against Cameron Schrod, the 26-9 senior 
from Seward. Trevor Cluck of Aurora is now on the semifinal mat, and we've had a little bit of action here in this one in the first period against Powers of Blair. Cluck, the number one ranked wrestler at 145 pounds, has the lead here early on, had a takedown, escape, takedown, and then was reversed, which doesn't happen to number one very often. He gets the escape, and it's 5-3 to three here as we start the second period. And the escape by Cluck, it's 6-3. to three. So some scoring here early on between Powers, who's a 50-2 and two junior. This is no gimme for Trevor Cluck. Yeah, and Cluck uh, has, has uh, had some disappointing losses down here at the state tournament in previous years. And, and this is a match, though, that, that he's... He's probably a pretty big favorite in, and and uh... he's never been in the parade. He's a four-time medalist, sixth, third, third for Trevor Cluck. Hunter Heath over here, still neutral. He's down three to one. They've been wrestling on their feet for over a minute. Takes the shot. His opponent backs out. Again, tries to head whip him, and they'll come near the out of bounds. And there they are, out of bounds with 40 seconds remaining. Hunter Heath is down three to one, needing the win for the senior to medal. Blake Kyle and Cameron Shrad had a scoreless first period. They start neutral in the Class B-138 consolation over on mat number one. So three of the four mats with somebody on them here in the semifinals. Trevor Cluck trying to finish things off here. Still leading 6-3 to three, neutral with under a minute to go in the second period. Hunter Heath in on a shot, but off the mat they come. 18 seconds to go. Still scoreless between Kyle of Hastings and Shrod of Seward. We got a high flyer attempt here by Powers, but it looks like Cluck, if he can flip his hips here, is going to catch in. No. Powers is able to get back to his belly, but, but Cluck gets a cradle locked up and has him in trouble here. Big trouble looking good for Cluck. Plenty of mat and plenty of time, and there's the pin, and Cluck is on. To the state finals. And Coach Kiesling and Coach Tim in their red pants down here. Pretty excited about that one. Time 3.52 for Trevor Cluck of Aurora. So the Huskies have their two top-ranked wrestlers in to the finals. Hunter Heath not able to get a takedown as time expires. And he is going to fall in his match by a score of 3-1. to one. Alex Banuelo is still in the wrestle background for Minden. Coming up later, Jack Allen of Aurora, Caleb Pole of Kozad. And Blake Kyle right now still scoreless in their match late in the second. And Kyle was the one that had choice, too. He chose neutral and has not been able to take Shrod down. So Shrod's going to get that choice here in about 20 seconds. And on a shot, though, on the single is Kyle. Doesn't look like he's going to be able to finish this one. Yeah, and getting going here on Matt four is is Jet Samuelson of Hastings, 31 and six junior. He's wrestling Noah Talmadge of Ralston, a 25 and one senior. And Talmadge is ranked number one at 152, according to any wrestle. Samuelson had a good day yesterday. The junior, 31 and six, maybe a coin flick. Uh, whether he would be here in the semifinals, and he's able to get the job done. Yeah, I, I think Coach Laux is probably pretty happy. You know, they, they lose the the Anderson kid on the backside uh, at, at 113 pounds. He got hurt. Uh, but I think he's got to be pretty happy with how they wrestled yesterday. All right, the second period, no score over here. So Blake Kyle 
is even at zero with Cameron Schrad of Seward, and Schrad takes bottom here in the third. So Schrad just needs to get up, but uh, Kyle's actually working pretty good from top until the head popped out momentarily for Schrad as they scoot towards the edge of the mat here. Both wrestlers trying to gain some control with a minute 15 to go in the scoreless match. Yeah, and Samuelson got the first takedown here on on four and and then gave up the reversal. So we're 2-2 here. With 30 seconds to go in the first period, Samuelson comes to his feet, breaks the hands. He's got the escape, so he's up 3-2 now as we wrestle on our feet with 20 seconds to go. Down to a minute to go in the 138 consolation. Still no score between Kyle and Schrag. The official kind of looking down low to see how much action is actually going on right here. Make sure that there's no stall. So Kyle has ridden him out for the first minute, and he wasn't able to take him down in the first four minutes of the match when they were neutral, so he sure doesn't want to let him up here. Getting off to the side here a little bit and could be in some trouble. Shrad, he might he's either going to pop the head out and get the reversal, and he does, and he puts Kyle on his back. And Kyle is in some trouble trying to bridge up here, and he's not able to do it, and that's the end of the match. He will be pinned in a time of 4.37. So Kyle on the sidelines now for Hastings, who had a good enough day to be in second coming into the day, now setting in fourth. Yeah, and Hastings has got another guy coming up right now and Landon Widener at Hastings. He's going to have Gage Stokey in, in what should be a really good match here in the 145-pound semifinal. So Hastings got two guys right now wrestling in the semifinals. Jet Samuelson still with a 3-2 lead over here with a little blood time now over number one Noah Talmadge of Ralston. That would fire him up a little bit. We've got action immediately on two. Stokey's going to get the first takedown. Widener got in there on a quick shot, and Stokey with the good counter brings him down, and Widener able to get away immediately for the escape. And we're not even 30 seconds in. It's 2-1. to one. Over on mat three, Asa Johnson of Alliance leading Connor Wells of Broken Bow. 3 to nothing as they are in to the second period late here. About 40 seconds to go. So Wells' brother was beaten in the semifinals. He's trying to get in for a medal here. And, of course, the Wells boys um, had been at Anselmo Myrna wrestling some Class D. Dad takes the football job and moves into the Broken Bow system just down the road. But a little different. Broken Bow moving up to B, so they jump from D to B in their competition. Yeah, and, and you know, wrestling is wrestling, but uh, making the jump from, from D to C is pretty extreme but making that jump from D to B is really extreme. Down here in the Samuelson match, he has been taken down to make it 4-3. to three. And so Talmadge of Ralston now leading Samuelson 4-3, to three, and we've got more blood time. This looks like one of those where we might get multiple stoppages. And it will give the Hastings coaches a chance to talk to Jet Samuelson again because the blood is Talmadge's problem right now. Yeah, and one thing that that uh, maybe is kind of an advantage for Samuelson, but, you know, wrestling in these matches, you can kind of look at it one of two ways. is 
with blood time, you know, as a wrestler, you can either feel like you can never get in a groove in the match because everything's always stopping, but you're also getting a nice break, so you're not going to get winded either. Over here on the consolation match, Connor Wells has come up with a escape and a take has, has uh, tied things up. It's 3-3, as uh, we saw a reversal after a penalty point uh, made it 3-3, so they are all knotted up here, getting ready to go to the third period between Connor Wells of Broken Bow and Asa Johnson of Alliance. Pretty similar records between the two trying to get into the medal round. We've ended the first period now between Widener and Stokey. Gage Stokey up by a bottom here to start the second. Blood time stop. for Jet. High school wrestling here on Power 99, KKPR-FM, Kearney, Grand Island, Aurora, and the World Wide Web, PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and and Lincoln as well. Again, uh, a couple of our Class B teams uh, brought some wrestlers down, but didn't have a whole lot of success yesterday. Uh, Holdridge and Gothenburg both had their two wrestlers out on day one, and that's one of the dynamics I know we haven't really talked about in the regular system. Nobody's out on day one, and you had to wrestle three matches for uh, some of the wrestlers yesterday. Yeah, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, was changed this year is the guys, and in, in you, you just normally on a Thursday at the state tournament, you wrestle your first-round match and your quarterfinals match, and, and if you lose first round, you're done, and if you lose in the quarterfinals, you're done. Those guys yesterday, those quarterfinal losers had to turn around and wrestle right away again, you know, and you get upset in the quarterfinals and, and your mindset not, might not be right, and, and you have to go into the backside and be prepared to wrestle right away. All right, we've got blood time up there on the Widener match, but we go to the third period. Jet Samuelson of Hastings against number one Noah Talmadge of Ralston. It's 4-4. It's Samuelson's choice. He takes down. He takes less than 10 seconds to get out. So we're wrestling on our feet, and Samuelson has the 5-4 lead. He was taken down last period by Talmadge. So here we go. And Samuel Samuelson got the first takedown of the of the match, though. Let's see how this all plays out. On the edge of the match, just kind of locked up high, killing some time. That's good with Samuelson. That clock can't run quick enough when you're ahead of number one. Minute 15 to go in the match. We're done with the blood time over there as Widener and Stokey are tied 2-2 on their feet with a minute to go in the second period. And it's been a lot of action in that match, just not a lot of scoring. Coming down to the end here, over here between Wells and Johnson. Wells got the escape to start the final period, so he's up 4-3, to three, 15 seconds to go, and you'll know who wins. If Broken Bow wins, you're going to hear their fans. Yeah, and Wells has got to be a little careful here. He's been warned for stalling, but he did a nice job of, of, getting, of getting a front headlock there and just kind of hanging out. Now he's got four seconds, but you still can't run here. you got to stay in there and scrap. And the time will expire, and Wells will win it for Broken Bow as their coaches are wearing the red blazers, getting ready for what they hope is a big day. There's definitely uh, a lot of coaching flair down here on the floor this morning. Still 2-2 between Widener and Stokey. 
Stokey, though, might be in on a pretty good shot here. Widener trying to counter as they're on the mat. Yeah, he's, he's got the foot hook now, yep, and he, he's going to get the takedown. So a short time takedown for Stokey, and time will expire here in the second period. Gage Stokey of Ogallala, a 4-2 lead over Landon Widener of Hastings. And down here, Jet Samuelson has been taken down, and we have more blood time. 6-5 to five is your score. Samuelson trails. He has been able to get the escapes. We have less than a minute to go, so we might be headed to overtime there, possibly, if Samuelson can get out 6-6. Back up to the Stokey-Widener match. Landon will choose bottom here, it appears. No, let's see. Maybe a top choice. Or did I just read it wrong? Nope, that's exactly what has happened. Bottom here for Gage Stokey. So Widener's got to find a way to score from the top. Trailing 4-2 to here against Stokey of Ogallala at the Class B 145-pound matchup. And for uh, Stokey, according to NE Wrestling, he is ranked fourth to Widener second with Cluck already on. Uh, he had the 1-3 matchup from Aurora and beat Powers of Blair. Yeah, we got we got stoppage down here again in, in the Samuelson-Talmadge match. Widener's, Widener got a turn and is getting some back points here. He's got at least a two count, so we're, we're going to be tied. Still counting. Now he's going to get the five count, and he'll have the lead. He's got to let go of the wrist for the official to award the three. We did have a stalling call in there as well. So it's 4-3. Uh, Stokey got dinged for stalling. So now it's 6-4 after that three-point near fall. And we've got blood time again. Back to action down here for Jet Samuelson. Needing to find a way to get an escape with less than 20 seconds to go against the top-ranked wrestler. 15 seconds. He's down 6-5. He's broken down to the mat again by Talmadge. 10 seconds. One more chance for Samuelson to try and get the escape. Can he get that right leg free? No. He needed about five more seconds. And he reaches for that left ankle, which was being twisted on and held on to by Talmadge. Samuelson with a heck of an effort, but comes up short against the top-ranked wrestler from Noah Talmadge of Ralston. Six to five, your final score. Taking a look at the other uh, mats that are going on right now as we continue our coverage of the Class B semifinal round. And, boy, it looks like he is actually hurt. He is limping, and they're going to carry him off the mat. Uh, That ankle is injured. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. And that could be a big thing as we talked. He now has to come right back here within about an hour and wrestle in the wrestlebacks. Yeah, and he's in a lot of pain here. You know, he's throwing his head back, and that's that's something you never want to see. Yeah, they're going to carry him back to the training room and have a look at it. Let's get back to what's going on with uh, Landon Widener. Up 6-4, to and we've got to turn again. Widener picking up more back points here. 20 seconds to go. Three more. That'll make it 9-4 to four after trailing 4-2, to two, entering the period, and his opponent choosing bottom. 
Landon Widener, the sophomore, is headed to the state finals. Yeah, and he did a good job there in the third period of just grinding hard on top and getting those two turns. So it'll be an all-Central Nebraska final tonight at 145, just like it was in Class A on Thursday night. But this time it's Landon Widener of Hastings and Trevor Cluck of Aurora. Jet Samuelson, as we said, has just been beaten. Drew White of Kozad uh, lost in the semis, as did Davin Naylor of Lexington. Caden Swoboda of Aurora won 9-4. And earlier, what a match. Braden Court of Adams Central knocking off Quentin Chavez of Gehring in overtime. Actually got him on his back in overtime and won it by a 6-1 to one count. So that's where we're at right now with our wrestlers. Uh, we'll take a look at how the consolation has been going. Stay with us. You're listening to the state semifinals on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. H&R Block in St. Paul wish the area athletes good luck. Rick Davison offers tax preparation, all business services, including bookkeeping, payroll, and tax advice. Open Monday from 9 to 5 or by appointment. Call Rick at 308-390-7818. To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Taking this time to say congratulations, Whippets, and best of luck on the mat. We're so proud of you. Go forth, save, and prosper. That message is brought to you by Citizens Bank, recognizing the importance of savings no matter what your goal is. Citizens Bank has a savings option that is right for you. Citizens Bank and Trust in Loop City, St. Paul, and Central City is a proud supporter of all the area high school athletes. Smiling Faces Academy with three locations in Kearney would like to wish all the wrestlers good luck. With openings in daycare and preschool, call on the trusted name in child care. Smiling Faces Academy. Call Danielle at 308-627-7658. Ravenna Sanitation's dependable quality service is perfect for your home or business anywhere in Buffalo County. Find us in the Pleasanton phone book. Good luck to all our area wrestlers from Ravenna Sanitation. Samson Construction in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area wrestlers. Samson Construction has served as a trusted partner with business owners, developers, and communities across Nebraska. Samson Construction experience, innovation, and commitment. Good luck, wrestlers. A new year means new opportunities, and many of our producers are seeing that come to life as the 2021 calf crop hits the ground. We know how essential these winter months are for your herd. From distillers, grains, tubs, and cubes, we have the right supplement for your operation. Don't forget our extensive lineup of equipment we offer from Sioux, Powder River, Gallagher, and perhaps our hottest item right now, our Polydome calf warmers. Reach out to your local Aurora Cooperative Animal Nutrition Rep today for all of your winter needs. Aurora Cooperative, tougher together. The final day of the 2021 State High School Wrestling Championships for you here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Don't forget to nominate your favorite athlete for our Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month. Brought to you by B&B Carpeting in Donovan. One boy and one girl honored each and every month. It is Boston Boucher of Wood River Girls Basketball as they get ready for a district final. Gavin Sheen of Wilcox Hill with Boys Basketball as they get ready for their sub-district game against Loomis on Tuesday. We've always had some great wrestlers, and February usually produces them. All you have to do is uh, fill out the nomination form. That's how you win. There's some great athletes out there that don't get nominated, so nominate your favorite, PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by B&B Carpet 
of Donovan. In case you missed it earlier, consolation round hadn't been very good to our area wrestlers trying to get in for medals. Right now, Colin, we're sitting at 1-5. Cameron Brumbaugh of Hastings got off to a good start, 14-4. Then Elijah Johnson uh, let a lead get away there, taken down in the final seconds, fell 8-6. Blake Kyle was pinned in 437. For Adam Central, we had Devin Ackles down 9-1. He came all the way back to make it 9-8, but time expired. Grady Aarons in a battle of rated guys lost in a pin in 144. And then Hunter Heath just couldn't score from his feet and fell from Minden by a score of 3-1. Alex Banuelos of Minden is on deck. Later, Jack Allen of Aurora, Caleb Pohl of Kozad. Yeah, you know, this kind of feels similar to our Class D session for the area guys earlier earlier this week. Uh We've had a little bit more success, I feel like, here in Class B with, with Sovota and, and Widener and Cluck all making the finals. But, yeah, kind, kind of a, a bad backside for us. Gehring, 93-and-a-half. Beatrice, 76-and-a-half. Aurora, 76. Hastings, 69. Those are the top four teams as we sit at this exact moment in the Class B team scoring. Seems like Gehring has done well enough. Broken Bow is sixth with 52. Ralston has 51, and Omaha Scud is sitting there in eighth. They are in the top ten at the moment. Yeah, with three guys down here. You know, that that just kind of goes to show you the kind of program that they have. They bring three guys down here and, and can still be a top top ten Class B team right now. Taking a look at uh, what's still to come as far as semifinals, we'll get back into it at 182. Uh, Aurora still has three more wrestlers that are in the semifinals. Mac Owens. Brecken Papenow, and then uh, Aaron Jividen, and Jividen, uh, the heavyweight, getting in there. He'll face the number one-ranked wrestler in Trevor Brown. Papenow will face the number one-ranked wrestler in Lathan Duda. And Mac Owens will get Deegan Nelson of Beatrice. We also have Victor Isley of Grand Island Northwest against undefeated Dexter Larson of Blair. And Blake Davis of Hastings will be going against 49-1 Dylan Meyer of Norris, but everybody's kind of looking towards a Meyer-Langen of McCook uh, matchup there in B220. It would be maybe an upset for one of those to be on the sideline today. Yeah, and, and Duda, have you have you laid eyes on Trevor Brown down there on the floor at all? He, uh, Waverly's heavyweight? I don't think I have. He uh, he looks like most of these kids' dad <laughs> down there. He is uh, a, a definitely a... Uh, an interesting individual. He is uh, very strong and a, and a heck of a football player, but uh, he's a hairy beast and, and looks like he's about uh, 45 years old. He's not getting carded is what you're saying. No. Well, let's uh, move along here as Alex Banuelos of Minden will now take the mat. And, boy, this is when you just sometimes you just look at the records and you go, what's going on here? Banuelos, 45-4. and four. Philip Halstead of Alliance, 47-5, and five, and they're both seniors, and one of their seasons ends here in the next few minutes. Well, well, well and here's what's crazy is at this weight, the defending state runner-up, 0-2 barbecue. Mm-hmm. Elliot Steinhoff of Platteview was a runner-up a year ago and went 0-2 down here this weekend. You never know. That's why that district, that, that district is so important, where you land, and then sometimes... You might catch a break by getting beat at districts. There's a little luck there, but usually you kind of control your own destiny. If you can be a district champ, I mean, if you're the defending state runner-up, you probably should be in a position where you don't get upset and, and can get in a good spot down here. But one to case. 
And Banuelos, kind of a tie up here, trying to slide down and went for the went for the single and up to the waist. That looks like nothing's going to come out of this one. Although they are getting after it a little bit, there will be no scoring in the first period here between Banuelos of Minden and Halstead of Alliance. They stayed on the circle the entire minute. Yeah, and Banuelos is so explosive on his feet. And he can just open it up on you in a hurry. So Halstead's going to go on bottom here to, to start the second period. And, and But if if I'm Minden, I don't even know if I try to ride him here. I might just let him go. And, and yeah, and that's exactly what Ben Wayless is going to do. And he, and he comes right back in on a shot that's defended off by Halstead. So one nothing Halstead with the lead. Minden wearing their basic solid color uniform with the Whippet logo on the shoulder blade. Banuelos, again, just kind of tying up on the edge as we saw a lot of in the first period. Yesterday for uh, Alex, he was able to win his first match and then got into the Overtime, an ultimate tiebreaker, or in the tiebreaker, and in one of those 30-second sessions got turned. And anytime that happens, it's pretty tough to come back from. I think it was the first of the 30 seconds, so they had to go again, and he got out but was not able to make a major move over the final 20 seconds and got beat in that uh, in that tiebreaker round. Restart here on their feet with a minute to go in the second period. Banuelos trailing by a score of one to nothing. Still a couple of matches away from getting back to our semifinalists. So a little bit of a break here on what's going on for our area wrestlers. So let's hope Banuelos can get us a win here in this expanded time without a lot of guys from our area going. Banuelos trying to work high. Halstead trying to get down on a low shot. They're out of bounds again. Another restart down here for Minden. Halstead has been pretty active out there. He seems to be the aggressor. Banuelos playing some defense out here or setting up his defense. The correct jargon, I suppose. And down to the knees they go again. Looks like this is probably the same thing that's going to happen that ended at the first period that ended in the second. Trying to come around and get a cradle here is Banuelos. He's looking for that near side ankle, but he's going to run out of time. And we will go to the third period, and now it is Banuelos' choice. And you have to assume he's going to take bottom. Hasn't been able to do anything from neutral, so he will take bottom and see if he can get this thing tied up or pop a reversal. And he is able to get one leg out, but not both. And Riding the ankle again here is going to be Halstead. And there is the escape, so it's 1-1. Here we go. First takedown probably wins this thing. Halstead and Banuelos all knotted up. Although, maybe I missed something down there. Did I miss something? They awarded, okay, they awarded a takedown and then an escape quickly down there. So your score is actually 3-2 to two in favor of of Banuelos. And Banuelos is going to get another takedown. He's so good on his feet. If you're minute, go back to your feet right here. That's where Banuelos is the best at. 
Trying to get off the mat here is Halstead for a restart. Pop things out. Now time's just, he's he's keeping him in bounds, trying to drag him back in. Banuelo's doing a good job of that. And it's just eating clock with a minute to go in the match. Banuelos now is up 5-2 to two as they do get out of bounds. Another kind of big match of the team race down here in the 170 semifinals, Colin, is you've got uh, Gehring taking on Evan Knoyer of Waverly, the 40-1 and one, uh, senior. Yeah, uh, Evan Knoyer is, is a big favorite in this match. Uh, of course, Evan's dad, Brad, wrestled at the University of Nebraska, and, and Evan is actually headed to Cornell next year, and, and Evan's older brother is at UNK right now, so... Definitely some wrestling blood there in the Kanoir family. All right, we do get an escape down here. So Banuelos now leading at 5-3 after the Halstead escape. 30 seconds remain. He's trying to set up a twister, and we're going to get a uh, stalemate. With 10 seconds to go on their feet, Banuelos just has to avoid the throw here, trying to tie up and let the clock run down. And Banuelos is able to do it, and he's going to win it by a score of 5-3. to three. Alex Banuelos of Minden picking up the win and advances on into the medal round. And we will take a break and be back with more of the Class B semifinals here at the State High School Wrestling Tournament after this on Power 99. The Big Rack Shack in Kearney wish all the area athletes good luck. The Big Rack Shack specializes in new and used pallet racking, shelving, and material handling equipment. Check them out online at BigRackShack.com or stop in at 3210 Antelope Avenue. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, and claim service that is second to none. See RAI of Nebraska and protect what needs protected in your life. Best of luck to the Ravana Blue Jays. This sports broadcast is brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams Corner Market is your full-service grocery store with the freshest produce and meat. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service. Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Good luck, athletes. For a healthy home that's clean and fresh, yellow when frozen pipes thaw, they can leave behind a real mess. Call the Yellow Band team of cleaners and restorers. They train for quick response. They can bring you the right equipment to dry your home quickly and completely, making your home fresh and like new again. Tell your insurance provider you prefer Yellow Band cleaning services. Find us at yellowband.com. One call does it all. H&R Block in St. Paul wish the area athletes good luck. Rick Davison offers tax preparation, all business services, including bookkeeping, payroll, and tax advice. Open Monday from 9 to 5 or by appointment. Call Rick at 308-390-7818. You'd think with all the coughing and sneezing that's going on lately, they'd have to call off the event. But lots of folks are enjoying high school sports symptom-free with help from Brems Health Mart. A proud supporter of our area athletes, Brems Health Mart in downtown St. Paul. Gillespie Ag Service in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst wrestling team and coaches. Best of luck. Gillespie Ag Service is your pioneer seed dealer. The world depends on farmers, but who can farmers depend on? At Pioneer, our teams are dedicated to serving farmers year-round. Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926. 
If keeping up with real life news and events in the heart of the Tri-Cities is important to you, consider subscribing to The Clipper. For print delivery or eClipper, email to you where you are. Local news from Gibbon, Shelton, Wood River, Caro, and everywhere in between. We will give you positive stories from school activities to local events. Check us out on the web or like us on Facebook. Who knows? You might find yourself in our picture gallery. Go to clipperpubco.com. We don't show danger stunts or crazy cats, but we'll keep you informed about our towns, and our people. And welcome back to high school wrestling action. After Alex Banuelo stepped off the mat, we go to Jackson Phelps of Hastings, the 28-11 senior in the consolation match against Shadron's Sawyer Hag, a 33-10 senior. There was no scoring in the first period, and Hag gets choice to take the escape here in the second period, but then we have some blood time right after Phelps gets a takedown, the takedown right in to the blood time. So Phelps right now, early in the second period, a 2-1 lead over Sawyer Hag. And uh, Hastings could use another wrestler here to help them in the team point situation. I don't think there's a way they can get into second, but it could be a pretty good battle uh, just to stay in the top five, maybe hang in that 3-4 spot. Yeah, you know, and they still got Blake Davis coming up here um, at, at 220 in the semis. So there's a chance they could get – they could get back into that second place spot in the team race. And these consolation quarterfinals are, are big point scoring matches as well in the team race. So every medalist Hastings can get at this point is important. Doug Duda along with Colin Pfeiffer. Glad to have you along with us. Our state wrestling coverage brought to you in part by Trampy Egg, Broadfoot Sand and Gravel, Florang Chiropractic, and Town and Country Bank. Glad to have you along with us from the CHI Center. We will do it again this afternoon when Class C takes the map, and that will be at 1 o'clock. Jackson Phelps riding out Sawyer Hag here of Shadron midway through the period. While we got a little bit of a break here, uh, Colin, what are we looking at in Class C this afternoon? Yeah, you're going to have some really good matches, uh, something that I'm kind of interested to see. Uh, I got a chance to talk with uh, Christopher Feldner from Kearney Catholic last night, and... Uh, he uh, he seems very uh, pleasant, and uh, his win last night uh, was a number 150 for him, and and he's got a rematch with Cameron Graham of of Cross County in the semifinals. Feldner's lost to him twice, but both matches were really really close, and, and Feldner's wrestling really well right now. So I'm interested to see that match. Uh, 120 is kind of wide open to see who can win it in Class C right now, and and. You know, Amherst has got two semifinalists in Quentin Frank and Riley Galloway. And and so in Class C, we got a lot of area guys in the semifinals tonight. And I know uh, Galloway's going to have his work cut out for him, but I'm pulling for him to win this thing because I want free prime rib. Yeah, I, I mean. I'm I think, starting to promote that, too, for everybody back in Amherst. Yeah. We I, can't let Wayne get away with it. Yeah, I think Wayne and Nancy, they're uh, Stockman's if, if – Riley wins a state title. I'm sure they would they would give everybody in, in Amherst and the surrounding area <laughs> free prime rib on a Saturday night. <laughs> and if not, that may be a pizza burger. Right. Because those are good, too. Back down here to the consolation match. We have had a, another exchange of uh, Phelps getting uh, the two points and Hag getting the escape. So that's where we are entering the third period. And Jackson Phelps of Hastings will choose bottom. Phelps is up 4-2 to two on bottom to start the third. Let's go to the semifinals now. Here's Mac Owens of Aurora, the 40-3 senior against Deegan Nelson of Beatrice, 
39-5 and sophomore. And this is big in the team race as well, uh, two of the top four teams with a head-to-head here in the semis. Yeah, uh, right now four, four and a half points separates Aurora from Beatrice uh, for second place. And, and so this is a big one. You know, you, you, you score a bunch of points yourself and you take them away from Beatrice and, and Mac Owens shoots in on a double leg right away. And, and Nelson does a good job of finning this off. This is going to be an interesting match. Nelson has probably the best defense at this weight. Uh, and I would get on his feet. And Mac Owens is, is probably the best wrestler in this weight class on his feet. So I would guess we're going to see a lot of wrestling on our feet here as, as they're, that's both of their strong, strong points. Uh, and Owens has already been deep in on two double legs and tried to drag his feet here on the mat just a couple of seconds ago on the edge and, and didn't get it. Jackson Phelps now getting the escape here in the third period for Hastings, and now he's also going to be able to get the takedown. But as we say that, he is going to be reversed by Hag of Shadron, so that makes it 7-4. to four. Phelps with the lead here over Hag. And we are down to 30 seconds to go, so... Phelps just has to be smart on bottom. Hag has to turn him to try and get this thing tied up, and he's working towards it. But pulling him over is going to be a tough, tough task. And Phelps is just flattened out, and he's just going to lay there, and he's going to get warned, and there is a stall warning. That's okay. There's only 10 seconds left. He can continue to lay there. And Jackson Phelps is going to be in for a medal, the senior for Hastings with his 29th win of the season, picks up a win, by a score of 7-4. to four. So out of the four wrestlers in this heartbreak round, Hastings went 2-2 two and two with Brumbaugh and Phelps, a tough loss for Elijah Johnson, and Blake Kyle was eliminated on the pin. And that was actually a tough loss because that was nothing-nothing in the third. Right, yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, at the state tournament, crazy things always happen, and, and the match is never over. you got to continue to wrestle till the end. And, and you know... Right there, right there is a perfect example of it. Just lay on the mat. Don't give up the points, you know, that, you, that you're that you winning by. And they're not going to warn you four times for stalling in, in 10 seconds. So just give up the stall point if you have to and, and advance on to the state, you've state done, medal. You've done your work. Now just uh, do the smart thing. And, and over there for Kyle, the 0-0 zero, zero in the third, he was on top. So he was trying. He had to turn his opponent. And uh, didn't want to give up the escape, and that's exactly what happened. He just got turned and put away. Matt three, Caleb Pohl of Kozad and Caden Lyons of York just getting underway, and Kozad has pulled it off. Has Kozad pulled it off? No. Or am I looking at the that, wrong mat? That, that's Beatrice. Oh, Beatrice, Beatrice Pierce. just got a huge pin at 170, probably an upset, and, and Pierce's 170-pounder. You know, you know the officials aren't raising hands down here. They're just ra- they're just raising their hand and pointing at the kid, and the kid's gotta gotta raise their own hand. Pierce's kid got headlocked and stuck, and stood in the center mat, center of the mat, and raised the Beatrice kid's hand. Yeah, that's good. That's good. A lot there's there's some handshaking going on. There's a lot of fist bumping, but good for them. You know, and a lot of these kids wrestle together in the off season and, and travel around the nation together, and and so. That's kind of one of the cool things about the sport of wrestling is you build a lot of good relationships with, with people that, that last you a lifetime, and there's been some awesome sportsmanship down here this year. 
Mac Owens has now got a 3-1 lead over Deegan Nelson down here on uh, mat number two. As it was scoreless after one, Owens uh, got the choice, escape to a takedown, and now the escape right back for Nelson as they're on their feet with 40 seconds to go in the second period. It's 3-1. The Caleb Pohl match just got underway, and they are scoreless. He and Caden Lyons of York at B182, and it looks like they're going to have a scoreless first period. This uh, this Owens match here on, on Matt, too, uh, I talked about it at the beginning of the match of, of offense versus defense. Uh, I think Owens has taken about 15 double-leg attempts, and Nelson still has yet to take a shot. He is just waiting for Owens to get off balance. And, and that's how he got to this got to the semifinals is him and him and Caleb Pohl were one one and and in overtime he tossed Pohl to his back. Let's get back over here to our consolation match where Lions of York will be on bottom to start the second period in a zero zero match with Caleb Pohl. We are at the end of the second period. Mac Owens of Aurora 3, Deegan Nelson of Beatrice 1, and Nelson's choice. He is going to choose bottom, and Owens says, yeah, you can just have your point. Let's wrestle on our feet. I'm not even going to mess around with you down there trying to ride him out. So it's 3-2, to two, and the third period begins as Mac Owens tries to join Caden Swoboda and Trevor Cluck in the finals, and still two more to go. It'll be tough for the last two because they face the top-ranked wrestlers at 95 and at heavyweight. Yeah, you know, at 195, uh, you kind of got to pull for the Duda kid, obviously, right? Well, I'm going to. Uh, (laughs) And, and, I mean, in Class B, that 195-pound finals match is something that a lot of people have been talking about. Uh, That's just two horses trying to go at it there in the finals at 95 if – if Dexter Larson from Blair and Lathan Duda from Broken Bow both make the finals, that's kind of been the the most talked about match in Class B this year is is how those two would meet up in both, the state finals if they can get there. Both undefeated. It would be the only matchup of undefeated wrestlers. And, in fact, kind of an interesting look here. As you look up and down Class B, Colin, there's only one other undefeated wrestler wrestling in this round, Kobe Lyons of York, top-ranked at 160. So there's only three undefeated Class B wrestlers altogether in this session, and two of them are in the same weight class. Yeah, you know, and it just goes to show you how tough Class B is. You know, in Class B, a lot of these guys, you know, like the Ritson kid from Bennington at – 113, who's in the finals. His one loss is to Keith Smith of Lincoln East, who was who was third at 120 in Class A. And, you know, so some of these guys got losses to Class A guys. Some of them got losses to Class C guys. Class B teams wrestle tough schedules. Have to. There's not enough Class B schools out right. there, it seems like. They've got to go find some competition. Back to Mac Owens. It's been 3-2 to two the whole time. And Deegan Nelson now have to get aggressive because Owens is up 3-2 to two with 20 seconds to go. They're in a over-under situation. Owens slips off and running after him. Nelson can't get to him before they go out of bounds. A restart, 17 seconds to go. Owens of Aurora up 3-2. to two. 
And, that, and that's the most offense we've seen from Nelson. The noise is out there. And Nelson, one more chance. Slides off, and he gets thrown down. Takedown, Mac Owens, and it's over with five seconds to go. And that's what happens between two good wrestlers. you got to gamble. The guy in the lead knows it. He's able to play defense, and Owens wins it 5-2, to two, and Aurora is 3-0 and oh in the semis so far. Aurora's kids are wrestling really, really well this morning. That will shoot them back up into second place, I believe, after that is posted. Back down here in the consolation match, Caden Lyons of York ends up with a 1-0 lead over Caleb Pohl going into the third period. So Pohl, his choice, he'll take bottom. Needing to get out of there, obviously, to try and get things tied up. Our continuing coverage of the State High School semifinals here on Power 99, KKPR-FM. We will take a break and be back with more in a moment. DuPont Pioneer Refuge Solutions provide an insect protection choice that's just right for any operation to help you get the most out of every acre. Talk about simple, it's Refuge Simplified. For more information, call your Pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis. Science with service, delivering success. Good luck, wrestlers. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. No matter what your age, occupation, or hobby, we specialize in getting you back where you need to be. Best of luck, wrestlers. Town and Country Bank. They believe that a bank is more than just a business. It is a vital part of the community. With offices in Ravenna, Pleasanton, Litchfield, or Kearney, Town and Country Bank. Best of luck, wrestlers. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Best of luck to all the wrestlers at State. From Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. With our producer engineer, Cannon Rath, and Colin Pfeiffer, Doug Duda back with you. Continuing coverage of the 2021 State Wrestling Tournament Class B semifinal round at the CHI Health Center. We have now moved into the 195 semifinals. Victor Isley, the only semifinalist for Grand Island Northwest, taking on undefeated senior Dexter Larson of Blair. Yeah, and Larson just looks like a, a square cinder block thrown on the, the mat down there. and He gets on the double leg right away, and he's, he's going to get a takedown. Senior take versus sophomore, and, and Victor just one of those kind of raw kids. From Northwest. Yeah, and Victor, uh, you know, it's cool to see him on the wrestling mat. Uh, he's a he, he's an elite talent football player. Um, you know, the other day I, I heard Sean Callahan and the guys at Husker Online talking about him, that he's probably one of the top recruits in the, in the state of Nebraska um, right now uh, for that sophomore class. And and so it's, it's cool because – Wrestling and football, you know, they kind of go hand in hand. And, and so seeing a kid out here competing on the wrestling mat that uh, is an elite talent like that at football is pretty awesome. Back to the consolation match. Uh, Caleb Pohl of Kozad getting the escape here in the third period. So he and Lions of York are 1-1. We've got a restart. We're late in the third period. Uh, all intents and purposes, looks like we got another one of these 1-1s headed to overtime. We've had quite a few of those this morning. 12 seconds to go. A little hand fighting on the edge of the mat. They'll come out, restart with eight. And Isley able to get 
an escape here early in the second period. So he got the escape in the first after being taken down on escape here in the second. So 2-2 against undefeated Dexter Larson of Blair as they get after it. And we have a late score. Caleb Pohl, able with that eight seconds, comes off the whistle, and they credit him for the takedown. Colin, nothing going on in that match the whole time, and he decided to take the shot and finish it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't I don't know what, what Lyons was doing there. He kind of took a step back and almost relaxed, and I don't know if he did thought Pohl was just going to let this thing go to overtime or what, but you can't relax with eight seconds left. Can't relax ever, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> Five or six minutes, depending on how long your match is. A takedown now for Dexter Larson to extend his lead over Victor Isley. He's back up 4-2 to two now with 55 seconds to go on a restart. Still have a Jack Allen coming up in the consolations. He's the lone Aurora wrestler that was in the consolation round. And when you get that many in the semis, you're not going to have as many drop down, so that's a good thing. Brecken Papanow will follow Isley against Lathan Duda of Broken Bow, and then still uh, Blake Davis of Hastings at 220, and Aaron Jividen of Aurora at 285. And then they will roll this right in to the second round consolation wrestleback, so we might even have Cameron Brumbaugh's match before we uh, conclude our live coverage here on uh, Power 99 and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. KKPR-FM, Kearney, Hastings, Grand Island. Doug Duda along with Colin Pfeiffer. Thanks for being with us. We'll do it again when Class uh, C comes up. Derry Trampy's going to slide. Check out. The game that Larson likes to play is... Take down, cut you loose, take down, cut you loose, and he'll go on bottom and, and he'll stand right up and get an escape. And, and you know, it, it's kind of interesting to see see big guys play that game. And, you know, we've just seen it with Mac Owens and Aurora, too. Man, you just sometimes you're, you're looking at the same weight class, but doesn't it just appear in as good and as good shape as Isley's in? It just looks like Dexter's about 20 pounds bigger. Yeah, Victor. Victor, I think if he if he stood up out of his stance, I think he's probably three to four inches taller, and yep. and I think Larson's probably cutting a little bit of weight to make 195, where Isley's probably not. So the current score is seven to four as they're neutral with a minute 30 to go here. Larson of Blair looking to advance to the finals at 51 and 0. He's Taking on the sophomore Isley, we'll have a lot of great matches ahead of him. You know, and, and one thing of note here is Northwest kids. I mean, this is a seven to four match, and Northwest kids hang around in matches, hang around in matches, and they have the technique and the ability to take you feet to back at any point in time. So Isley is not out of this match yet. See how it all plays out, getting close. As Larson in on a takedown, he tried to get him to his back, not able to do it, but it's another takedown here to make it 9-4 to four in favor of Dexter Larson. 45 seconds remaining in the match. And down here on mat number four, Bennington over Sydney in the uh, 182 semifinal, Luke McDonald 
is going to get the winner. He's the number one ranked wrestler. That's who Mac Owens will get tomorrow. Yeah, and it looks like that might have been McDonald's 150th career win. Time winding down here on mat number two as Larson now just kind of riding things out on Victor Isley. And Dexter Larson will pick up the win by a score of 9-4 to four over Isley of Grand Island Northwest who will slide down into the wrestle background. He is the lone Northwest Viking remaining. And again, it shows you the roller coaster. I mean, Northwest with that miracle comeback last time. Uh, to win just two years ago, and then Hastings wins it last year, and now you have just one kid that's going to medal. Yeah, you know, uh, Grand Island's graduated, Northwest has graduated uh, a bunch of good wrestlers over the last couple years, and they haven't been able to replace them. And, and, and that's tough, you know, to not be able to replace those guys at, at a Class B school. And, you know, I'm sure their program will be back up here in, in no order is Coach Seabrance is a is a really good coach oh, and, and, a, and a really good recruiter to get some of those guys out for out for wrestling. Our consolation match now the final one for this round for area wrestlers Jack Allen of Aurora the 34 and 12 sophomore against Martin Carrillo of Wayne a 27 and 8 sophomore they are going to wrestle to a scoreless first period and Brecken Papanow now is in the B195 semifinal against top-ranked Lathan Duda of Broken Bow, and Lathan right off the whistle took him down. Yeah, and I thought he was going to get some near fall here on the edge, but his, it's really hard to officiate those near fall situations on the edge because the minute the wrestler's knees cross the out-of-bounds line, you're out of bounds. And we got big. an illegal hold here. And the official talking to Lathan Duda about what that was. And, of course, yes, Lathan is my cousin. And he had two first-period pins yesterday. In fact, his uh, his quarterfinal win, that was pretty darn impressive. Yeah. I don't care if he is my cousin. He cradled him up and stuck him in less than a minute. Yeah, Lathan is definitely a, a very talented wrestler. And, and you know, it's he's, he's fun to watch because he's uh, – Again, we talked about those those these 195 pounders moving moving really well and, and being really athletic. I think Lathan growing up, you know, was kind of kind of always a smaller kid and 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 I think that really helped him helped him increase his ability, you know, on his feet and in his quickness as we get another potentially dangerous call here with a with a chicken wing. So it's still two to nothing or two to one uh, because of the illegal hold. So Lathan's up two to one. Papanow on bottom here with still almost 40 seconds or a minute to go. What do we got? 40 seconds to go here in this first period. Jack Allen does get the escape to start the second period over here in his consolation match against Carrillo of Wayne. And again, they've just been tying up, doing nothing on their feet here for about a minute. 30 seconds to go in the second period. Allen is up by a score of one to nothing. And Papanow is playing a pretty good game here against Lathan. Again, we had a stop. I believe that was another potentially, wasn't it? I think that's what I saw down there yeah, instead of a stalemate. And I think, you know, if there's one downfall to, to Lathan is sometimes he get well, as he as he's getting close to getting a turn here, sometimes on top he just gets in too big of a hurry and, and – 
and lets things get a little bit out of control. And but he's also he's also definitely very strong, and, and his technique is very good, and, and he just transitions from one move to the other. That'll be the end of the first period as he does get that tip for a two-point near fall. So Duda Broken Bow leading Papanow of Aurora by a score of 4-1 to one here in the state semifinals. Already Dexter Larson, 51-0, waiting for the winner of this in tonight's championship. And again, we will start at 106 again tonight, just like we did uh, on Thursday. And so they're not switching it up just to uh, have Paul Garcia of Scott's Bluff go last at 126. You know, and we I talked li- about this. Yeah, I, I, I like the fact that they're going back to 106. Um, I, I got the idea of trying to put the four-time guy at the end. But I definitely this year with the finals being at 7 o'clock, you know, as guys – get done wrestling parents and, and teams will be leaving you know right after because they award the medals in between each weight and it you know i i always kind of thought it was a little bit of disservice I, I liked the idea of it but with fans having to travel home people get out of here and then those four timers at the end the place is is kind of empty when those guys win it and there's really nothing you can do about it like for the a session and now what will be the b session you're gonna have some guys that get done wrestling today about 12 about 1 the 12 excuse me about 11 11 30 and then they leave and then they have to come back to stand on the podium and get their medal tonight without right. wrestling again which is not the way it is in the past but there you go finally martin carrillo of wayne does get an escape there is only 40 seconds left jack allen of aurora had ridden him good for the first minute 15 but it's another 1-1 down here in the b220 consolation and lathan duda has Picked up two more to go up 6-1 over Papanow. As uh, Lathan chose bottom and got the reversal here in the second period. I'm kind of surprised, you know, as easy as Lathan took him down. And, and, you know, he he got the one turn there at the end of the first period. But I'm kind of surprised that he hasn't went back to his feet and just kind of played the takedown, let him up game. Carrillo is going to get a late takedown here. Allen is going to get the escape, but it is too late. There's no time left. And Jack Allen, as we looked like we were going to overtime, ends up falling here for Aurora by a score of 3-2. to two. So back over, just a couple matches to go. Blake Davis of Hastings, Aaron Jividen of Aurora still to come in the semis, but Lathan Duda's just been working on top here for Brecken Papanow. And, one thing about Cousin Lathan, he hasn't went the distance very often. No, you know, he, he's been the distance a couple times, and, you know, he he beat uh, Class A state champion Vincent Genitone twice this year um, in, in matches that went the distance. So he, he at least has been the distance. You know, some of these guys that are undefeated, you know, we've we seen it with Levi Kerner of Arapaho on, on Thursday. He got late into the third period, and, and he – he hadn't been there all year, you know, and it's unfamiliar territory to those guys. And, you know, not, o- not only is it unfamiliar territory and you start questioning what you're doing and, and whether you're going to win. And it's a mental where it's a physical wear too, because if you're not used to wrestling that long, your conditioning, your conditioning can, can become a factor too. Uh, Lathan Duda here as they start neutral with Brecken Papanow. Papanow's choice was to go neutral. Lathan took him down immediately. It is now 8-1, to one and 
there's part of it being controlled by Lathan, but there's a part of it that Papenow is doing zero on the bottom. I mean zero. Yeah, Papenow is just kind of laying there, and Duda's just working working his rear end off on top to try to get a turn. And, and that's why I said, I, you know, as, as much as Papenow is not doing on the bottom, just trying to base out and not get turned, I'm surprised that, that Broken Bow hasn't take played the takedown, let him loose game. You know, and we were talking about, you know, kind of unfamiliar water here with Duda getting into the third period. I don't I don't think conditioning is probably going to be an issue for Lathan because if, if you know Lathan, he's kind of like a bouncy ball in a rubber matted room. <laughs> yes, he is. At, at, at all times. You know, he, I, he ran by me on the floor yesterday and about took me out and was laughing. And I'm like, dude, you just got done wrestling 10 seconds ago. What are you doing? He's like, yeah, I know I'm not even tired. We'll get a stalemate and a restart. He is looking for his third parade of champions, was the runner-up as a sophomore, state champion, and a good one last year. And uh, now all that's left to be determined is if he can find a way to win his 200th match tonight. This will be win number 199 for Lathan. Yeah, I was talking to Ooh, Coach Ed. A little Ed. mistake there, maybe. I was talking to Coach Ed Schaefe before districts, and he – he uh, was really hoping that Latham was going to draw the first-round match. There were seven guys in his district, so somebody was going to get a bye. And, and he, was, he was really hoping that Latham was going to draw that match so he had the opportunity to get that 200th career win. Well, Latham has decided to let him up here with about 10 seconds to go, and uh, that will be it. He gives up the escape, and it's over. Lathan Duda of Broken Bow defeating Brecken Papanow of Aurora by a score of 8-2. to two, And we will get the Battle of Unbeatens tonight at 195 pounds as Lathan Duda of Broken Bow will take on Dexter Larson of Blair. And I, I, I think that match right there might be one that uh, is going to be worth the price of admission. And, and also of note, you know, Duda, you mentioned, is... A, is going to be in his third parade of champions he has the opportunity to become the first two-time champion ever in broken bow school history well hope it's going his way and uh if it does probably no backflip tonight from cousin lathan maybe he will attempt one though to try to get some redemption i told him i told him last year he needed to play that off and just go straight to the push-ups when he hit the ground everybody would have thought that's what he meant to do we're going to take a break here we've got a couple left to go blake davis of hastings is going to take the mat when we return Smiling Faces Academy with three locations in Kearney would like to wish all the wrestlers good luck. With openings in daycare and preschool, call on the trusted name in child care. Smiling Faces Academy. Call Danielle at 308-627-7658. Kearney Power Sports is a proud supporter of all the wrestlers. With a large selection of new and used motorcycles, ATVs and UTVs, Yamaha, Kawasaki and Polaris, full service department, Carney Power Sports, 511 2nd Avenue in Kearney. We take pride in what you ride. Pepco is the leading pest control company servicing commercial and residential properties in Kearney. Offering insect, rodent, and animal control will safeguard your property against damaging and unsightly intruders. We're certified and licensed by the state of Nebraska and have found long-lasting solutions for infestations since 1987. With our many years of experience, you can rely on us to protect your property. Pepco is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. 
Belchner Custom Meats in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the high school wrestling team. Congratulations on making it to state this year. Our family is very happy to have the customer support we have. We appreciate each and every one of you, your business, and your patience through the years. Good luck, wrestlers and coaches, from Belchner's Custom Meat in Amherst. Pools, hot tubs, fireplaces, and accessories. Backyard fun is what we provide. This is Doug with Detterdings. See us for quality products and expert local service. We're proud of all the wrestlers in central Nebraska. Keep striving to excel. From Detterdings and Kearney and Grand Island. Driving rains. Unrelenting heat. Ominous green skies. Whatever Mother Nature brings, it's no match for what you'll have thanks to Nutrient Ag Solutions. Offering agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you weather the storm, conquer today, and lead the field. Find your local crop consultant at NutrientAgSolutions.com. With our producer-engineer Stacy Johns and Colin Pfeiffer, Doug Duda back with you here in the Carney Towing Repair broadcast booth at the CHI Health Center in Omaha, and we are underway now in the Class B 220, and right off the whistle, Dylan Meyer of Norris is in on a shot to take Blake Davis down and make it 2 to nothing. Davis, wasting no time, though, is able to actually get a reversal here, Colin, uh, and wake maybe wake him up, but it's 2-2, and uh, escaping a takedown now for Dylan Meyer, and so Meyer on a restart leads Davis by a score of 5-2, to two, but... A little bit of confidence there for Blake uh, as we start the second period, and, and Meyer will take bottom. But if you can score early on a guy like this, uh, the number one ranked wrestler, or, or number two ranked wrestler, I guess we should say, uh, you you got to have at least a little hope down there. Yeah, and, and Davis hit a nice little Grammy roll to get that reversal, and, and we just talked about it a little bit ago in the Duda match. Meyer hasn't been in very, very, you know, he, he's 40, 49 and one. So he hasn't been in that many full matches this year. And, and, you know, as you're Davis and you, and you drag this thing deeper into the deeper into the match, does Meyer start questioning, questioning what's going on? You know, what's, what's his conditioning like? So for Davis to build that confidence by getting that score and, and be able to take this match into, into the distance, you know, he, he hangs around and gives himself a chance. And Meyer is ranked second behind McCook's Alec Langan, and Davis is ranked third, so this is the 2-3 matchup, I guess as it should be, in the semifinals here in Class B, according to any wrestling. As we are into the second period, both wrestlers on their feet as Meyer got the escape, so it's 6-2. to two. Meyer definitely has worked a lot here on the up, wants to get a toss, see what uh, Davis can do. Hard to be aggressive here against Meyer. He is not really laying back. There's a shot by Davis. Not a great one. You know, and Davis has, has definitely been the aggressor here in the second period on their feet. He actually will bring Meyer. As they break, he'll walk back to the center. Oh, got caught. Meyer in on a quick double leg and drops him. That was almost one of those where it looked like Davis looked to his coach to hear something, and Meyer just shot right at him. Well, and Meyer kind of played that iconic uh, double-leg setup that uh, is, is becoming really famous in the wrestling community, you know, or f- wrestling world. Uh, Meyer was just kind of backing up, and Davis was just kind of coming right at him. Well, the best double-legger in, in, in the world, that's his setup. Is, is he just backs up, and those guys just keep walking at him, and, and, and 
Jordan Barossa, that's how he gets to his double leg. 99.9% of the time, his guys just basically walk straight into it like Davis did there. So 8-2 to two in favor of Dylan Meyer over Blake Davis. Trying to advance on to the state finals again. The Parade of Champions tonight, shortly after 7 o'clock. NET is doing the broadcast again. All-American Frank Cuchera puts his smiling face on with limited makeup to do uh, the television broadcast uh, tonight and looking forward to that as well. And again, we will be back with you at 1 o'clock for the uh, Class C semifinal portion. And again, there is another round after this, though, just going to get rolling in to some of the uh, consolation rounds here. In fact, it's actually started in B106. They're... uh, those consolation semis, which basically means you win that, you wrestle for third and fourth, you lose that, you wrestle for fifth and sixth. So still a handful of matches, including Jividen of Aurora against number one Trevor Brown. We've just got a lot of stalemate going on right now between Dylan Meyer and Blake Davis as we are into the third period, 8-2, to two, with the Meyer having the advantage here. Davis decided he did not want to go on bottom to start the third, just wanted to go neutral. You know, and, and that kind of surprises me that he didn't go on bottom. You know, he got out earlier in the match, and there's another double leg by, by Meyer, and, and he's just, he's an elite talent. He's an elite talent on the wrestling mat. He's an elite talent on the football field. Meyer's tough, real tough. So Norris getting some recognition here. Meyer up 10-2 to two with 45 seconds to go. So all these guys that fall on the semis, have to come back and wrestle two more times again here this morning slash this afternoon. Escape for Davis. Meyer was trying to set up a cradle and lost the leg, and that allowed Davis to pop up. 30 seconds to go. He's down 10-3. Now he's got to look for the home run against the number two kid in the state. But you're number three for a reason, so maybe there's something in the stars here trying to get the for that. Out of Ten seconds here for Hastings' Blake Davis. And not even really going to attempt anything. So the match will come to an end with the uh, final score, 10-3. to Blake Davis falls here in the semifinals in the 2-3 matchup to Dylan Meyer. Meyer wins it by a count of 10-3. We've got a lot more wrestling coming up including Aaron Jividen of Aurora getting ready to take the uh, mat here. And I guess if he is going to take the mat, we will just go ahead and keep it here and go through that match. Davin Naylor is actually on the mat, as is Cameron Brumbaugh in their consolation matches. So we'll keep an eye on that. They're just both getting underway. Brumbaugh. Pretty dominant win in his wrestle back. And, of course, Naylor was defeated by the top-ranked wrestler from Bennington in the semifinal round. Waiting for the big boys to check in down here. Brown of Waverly. Wow, and this team race in Class B has gotten real interesting. Beatrice had a really good morning and came back and has actually now taken the lead at 93 and a half tied gearing for the lead at 93 and a half and aurora is what five points behind him with 89 yeah i'm about to text ross halford 
yesterday because he told me that Beatrice was going to run away with this, and then they weren't even on the board hardly, and I'm glad I did not. So, yeah, Beatrice and Gehring, 93.5, Aurora, 87, Hastings, 73, Bennington in fifth with 68.5. So Trevor Brown, 31-1 junior, 39-4 junior from Aurora, Aaron Jividen on the mat right now with our final matchup of this semifinal round. And Brown hasn't really blasted at him yet either. So a little different than the last two matches we saw on Matt Four here. No, and Jividen had a had a nice win yesterday in the quarterfinals. And just as you say that, Brown gets in on a blast double leg and gets the takedown. But Jividen had a nice win yesterday in the in the quarterfinals for Aurora. And, and he played a game that you don't see a lot of heavyweights play. Take you down, let you up. Take you down, let you up. Talked with Ron Higdon on the Doug and Daddy show uh, on Thursday. And, Colin, you, like a lot of the guys here, have been around uh, wrestling for a long, long time. Anything that you've seen in our four-day format here that you'd like to keep? And as I say that, we better get back yeah, down to the yeah, match. Yeah, Jividen just got got turned with a hammer lock, and Brown ended up catching him in the with a headlock and getting the fall. Minute 10, and Trevor Brown... We'll get the win over uh, Aaron Jividen. I'll give you a chance here to kind of finish the the thought here. Anything that you saw that maybe should be kept? You, you know, something that, I, that I've that i liked uh, is kind of the floor setup. They're going to go back to eight mats. Um, and and I've heard some rumors of some of the stuff that they're they're trying to get done and, and they're, they were trying to do this year before COVID and everything made them change their plans. But... The setup this year at the at the NSA state tournament in in 2010, I believe it was uh, the CenturyLink Center. Then at the time, held held the NCAA Division One national championships, and, and you see the the bleacher set up and, and where the paneling is all around. Normally, for the the high school state tournament, there's there's a on the on the arena floor on the far side away from us there's like five rows down front that are covered by a tarp that nobody can sit in those those rows are removed this year and there's some paneling there that's how it looked in 2010 and it gives you more floor space yeah it takes away some lower bowl seating but those those seats are covered up anyway so get rid of them it gives them more floor space uh one thing that that the average fan that, that is down here sitting in the stands uh, that doesn't see as you go down on the floor and you go back underneath and and normally there's a boat show or a home and garden show in this part of the of the CenturyLink or CHI Center I guess it is now I mean this place has only been called what <laughs> seven different things since we've been down here since 2006 but there there's like a kind of a ballroom attachment big open convention center. convention center area. This year, there's, there's the NSAA purchased that, and I, I heard that it. I, I've heard some crazy numbers of what it cost them to get that, uh, but I think they made a mistake by maybe getting it now because I think they're going to have to spend that money. And, and you know, I don't know if you go find some sponsorships to to pay to pay for that portion. But there's six there's six warm up wrestling mats for the wrestlers 
back in the convention center area here of CHI. And, and they did that for the 2010 national championships when they were here. And, and I always kind of wondered why they didn't do that because normally where the wrestling mats are, they're just kind of down on the, the lower concourse area. And, and it's kind of a truck loading dock down there and, and, and it gets really cold and, and, being in that convention center, they're able to control the heat a little bit. And, and I, w- I would, you know, so really nothing on the floor setup. And, and, you know, you can't you can't really critique and keep some of this stuff because it just doesn't work when we go back to the three-day format. I, I did hear somebody ask Ron the other day, you know, are you going to keep the four-day four day format? And he looked at him and goes, no. <laughs> you know, and... and you know, that, that was kind of funny, and, and I knew that was the answer. You know, it, the, the four-day format, it, it's been nice, and, and, you know, thank God we're here wrestling. You know, at one point in November, during the end of the football season, I didn't know if we would get to this point. I didn't know if, if we would start wrestling season on time. Wrestling season got started on time. It, it seemed to kind of go off without a hitch, and, and I know Ron had some entities that were pushing back on him really hard about 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 having a wrestling season and and I'm glad that Ron and the NSA stuck their foot in the ground and held their ground and said no we're doing it you know the football season went off without a hitch we got through volleyball season and and you know the state of Nebraska we're very very fortunate that we've been able to do that because a lot of the states are you know even a lot of our neighboring states didn't get the opportunity to have a state championship this year yeah again doing it the way it should be done they've done it right here in Nebraska, and yeah, uh, Ron Higdon saying they want to keep that convention center and keep those mats, and so it'll be interesting. Davin Naylor, by the way, as we were talking, does advance on for third and fourth from Lexington. He wins seven to five, and Cameron Brumbaugh of Hastings, after losing in the first round, is going to be wrestling for third and fourth. And again, these guys are taking on a gentleman that lost in the semifinals just a little bit ago. So here's a guy that's come all the way back. And Cameron Brumbaugh will be, uh, after winning 6-4, to four, on his way for third. We'll take a break and wrap things up with our live coverage this morning here on Power 99 of the Class B semifinals right after this. Berg Insurance in Kennesaw has your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Berg Insurance Company in Kennesaw. They've been protecting this area for over 50 years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance in Kennesaw. Relax, we've got you covered. Locally owned and operated since 1883, a tradition of community banking, full-service banking with a strong dedication to their local community is what Minden Exchange Bank is all about. So you still want a home that gives you all the good feelings of the one you grew up in. So call McBride Realty of Minden. Scott, Glenda, and Nick know all about the heart and soul of a home. They can help you find the home of your dreams, just like they've been doing for their clients for years. At McBride Realty, they have a love and pride for Minden and enjoy the quality of life that only rural Nebraska can give. For more information, visit McBrideRealtyServices.com. A very proud supporter of all of our area youth. Best of luck, athletes. Given Packing, we're a small town on a national scale. We're your neighbor. Supporting communities in which we operate earn up to $24.35 an hour upon qualification. Learn about career opportunities online at AmericanFoodsGroup.com or call Suzanne at 308-468-7276. 
DuPont Pioneer Refuge Solutions provide an insect protection choice that's just right for any operation to help you get the most out of every acre. Talk about simple, it's Refuge Simplified. For more information, call your Pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis, science with service, delivering success. Good luck, wrestlers. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox and water furnace dealer. It's never too late to be sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Axman Heating and Air, your water furnace and Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. First Tier Bank is proud to support the area wrestlers. Online banking is one of the many services at First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge. An equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Pools, hot tubs, fireplaces, and accessories. Backyard fun is what we provide. This is Doug with Detterdings. See us for quality products and expert local service. We're proud of all the wrestlers in central Nebraska. Keep striving to excel from Detterdings and Kearney and Grand Island. This sports broadcast is brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams Corner Market is your full-service grocery store with the freshest produce and meat. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service. Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Good luck, athletes. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Let's run down uh, where we are at in the team scores as we move in early into the consolation semifinals. Winners get third and fourth place matches. They'll all wrestle another one. Beatrice and Gehring, as Colin said a little bit ago, tied for the lead at 93.5. Aurora, 87. Hastings currently setting in fourth with 78 points. Bennington, who was a district champion, setting in fifth with 68.5 points. Broken Bow is sixth with 63. Ralston, seventh with 62. Waverly, 59.5. Blair, 52.5. And rounding out the top 10 is York with 50.5. We will recap some of our results from the consolation and semifinals right after this. Never worry about running out of fuel when you're in the field again. CHS will soon be rolling out an innovative system called AFD. We provide monitors in your tanks to schedule deliveries so that you always have the fuel you need when you need it. Only paying for what you need. And knowing when you buy from CHS, always get quality Fieldmaster and Roadmaster diesel to keep your equipment running top notch. Find out more by calling Aaron or go to chsholdridge.com. CHS, people and resources you can count on always. There are so many advantages of shopping at Joe's Market in Loop City. You know the people who work there and they know you. Not to mention the great service, fresh meats and produce. Joe's Market in Loop City is proud to support the area athletes. Gillespie Ag Service in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst wrestling team and coaches. Best of luck. Gillespie Ag Service is your pioneer seed dealer. The world depends on farmers, but who can farmers depend on? At Pioneer, our teams are dedicated to serving farmers year-round. Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest patch to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. 
Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score time and money. Call State Farm agent Matt Pulowski at 308-233-3276 today. Smiling Faces Academy with three locations in Kearney would like to wish all the wrestlers good luck. With openings in daycare and preschool, call on the trusted name in child care. Smiling Faces Academy. Call Danielle at 308-627-7658. H&R Block in St. Paul wish the area athletes good luck. Rick Davison offers tax preparation, all business services, including bookkeeping, payroll, and tax advice. Open Monday from 9 to 5 or by appointment. Call Rick at 308-390-7818. Landmark's annual planter clinic is going virtual. Videos will be released February 23rd on YouTube with live virtual Ask the Landmark Expert sessions the following week. Landmark's planter videos offer expansive equipment and technology training on different models of John Deere planter technology. Learn about planter performance upgrade kits, settings, adjustments, maintenance, and more. Mark your calendars for the release of Landmark's planter clinic videos February 23rd and stay tuned to Landmark Implement social channels for more information. In the market for some Galve? See Mike or Dale Taubenheim of Amherst today. Their primary focus has always been making functional and efficient cows, focusing on birth weights, maternal traits, pay weights, higher weaning and yearling weights, meat and muscle. Also your Traeger Grill dealer. Have a great beef experience with Traeger Grills from Taubenheim Galve. Some results from earlier this morning. If you missed any of them, let's start with the consolation. Cameron Brumbaugh of Hastings was a winner, 14-4, to and as we said, he's already now won his semifinal match. He'll wrestle for third and fourth after a 6-4 victory. Jackson Phelps, also a winner for Hastings, 7-4. to Hastings was really pretty close to going 4-0 in that consolation round, but Elijah Johnson was taken down in the final seconds to fall 8-6, to and Blake Kyle, 0-0, riding top for the first minute plus of the third period, got turned late uh, trying to find a way. Got a little high and got flipped 437. He was pinned. Adam Central's Devin Ackles, kind of the reverse of that. He was behind 9-1 to one and made a valiant comeback in the third period, had his opponent cradled up, but on the edge of the mat when he was down 9-5, got the three near fall to cut it to 9-8, but couldn't get the pin and was eliminated. Grady Aarons, tough bracket. Uh, the former medalist for Northwest eliminated in a pin in 144 for Minden. They will have a medalist in Alex Banuelos. 5-3, Hunter Heath couldn't score on his feet in his match, lost 3-1. Jack Allen, he was taken down with 10 seconds to go in his match, popped up, but 3-2, he's eliminated. And Caleb Pohl of Kozad will advance on with a win in a score of 3-1. We'll get a little preview of uh, some of our kids that will be in the finals tonight and recap the semifinals when we return on the New West Post Game Show. Given packing, we're small town on a national scale. We're your neighbor. Supporting communities in which we operate earn up to $24.35 an hour upon qualification. Learn about career opportunities online at AmericanFoodsGroup.com or call Suzanne at 308-468-7276. Go forth, save, and prosper. That message is brought to you by Citizens Bank, recognizing the importance of savings no matter what your goal is. Citizens Bank has a savings option that is right for you. Citizens Bank and Trust in Loop City, St. Paul, and Central City is a proud supporter of all the area high school athletes. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Best of luck to all the wrestlers at state. 
from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. Town and Country Bank. They believe that a bank is more than just a business. It is a vital part of the community. With offices in Ravenna, Pleasanton, Litchfield, or Kearney, Town and Country Bank. Best of luck, wrestlers. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. Berg Insurance in Kennesaw has your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Berg Insurance Company in Kennesaw. They've been protecting this area for over 50 years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance in Kennesaw. Relax, we've got you covered. There are so many advantages of shopping at Joe's Market in Loop City. You know the people who work there and they know you. Not to mention the great service, fresh meats and produce. Joe's Market in Loop City is proud to support the area athletes. All right, here's what happened in the semifinals in case you missed it a little bit earlier today. At 106 pounds, top-ranked Caden Swoboda, three-time medalist, uh, two-time finalist now, as he's able to win 9-4 to four over Jesse Logos of Blair. And then Logos of Blair got beat down here in the wrestlebacks. That's who uh, Brumba of Hastings uh, beat. And he will take on Ashton Dane of Gehring. At 113, Davin Naylor lost by a pin to top-ranked Kale Lordson of Bennington, 130. Probably the match from our area of the morning was at B120. Braden Court of Adams Central will be in the Parade of Champions for a second straight time as he upset Quentin Chavez of Gehring. This was a 1-1 overtime, and Court took him to his back and won it 6-1. He'll face Zach Arreda, the top-ranked wrestler from Omaha, Scott, 34-1 in tonight's finals. We will have... A rematch in uh, the 126. Paul Garcia of Scotts Bluff is going for his fourth state championship. 4-2 to two was his win over Ivy of York. He'll take on Paul Ruff of Gehring. They went to overtime last year. Ruff avenged his district loss to Cyrus Wells with a pin. Back to our local wrestlers, Drew White of Kozad was pinned by number one Drew Arnold of Beatrice in 39 seconds. We'll have an area matchup in the 145 final. Top-ranked Trevor Cluck of Aurora will take on Landon Widener of Hastings. Widener, pretty impressive 9-4, huge third period. He was down 4-2. He wins at 9-4 over Gage Stokey of Ogallala. And Cluck of Aurora pinned Charlie Powers of Blair, who had 50 wins in 352. Jet Samuelson gave number one Noah Talmadge all he wanted from Ralston, but eventually couldn't get out in the final 30 seconds, fell 6-5, to five, and he injured his ankle. We'll be watching to see if he even goes here in the consolations. He's in the hole right now against a chap. Isley of Northwest. Fell to second-ranked Dexter Larson of Blair, 9-4. And Brecken Papenow of Aurora lost to Lathan Duda, the top-ranked wrestler of Broken Bow, 8-2. So that is our battle of unbeatens tonight. Duda of Broken Bow, Larson of Blair. They are 100-0 between the two of them. 
as a 101-0 as they come into the night's 195-pound final. At 220, third-ranked Blake Davis of Hastings fell to number two, Dylan Meyer of Norris, 10-3. And at heavyweight, Aaron Jividen of Aurora was pinned by top-ranked Trevor Brown of Waverly in one minute and ten seconds. And Colin Pfeiffer, uh, what kind of stands out to you? Obviously, the undefeated match tonight is going to be key. The four-time state champion match, those are huge, 126 and 195. Uh, if you want to give a comment on those, but uh, maybe what also sticks out for more of the area kids. Yeah, you know, uh, we'll lead it off with 126 pounds. Uh, the match between top-ranked Paul Garcia of Scotts Bluff looking for his fourth state title. Uh, going to wrestle number two, ranked Paul Ruff. I mean, it's probably their 12th meeting in the last, you know, two years. And, and Ruff's got a couple of those. So, you know, you, you hear a four-time state champion or a kid that's going for his fourth state title, you think he's probably a pretty big favorite. It's probably uh, it's probably a coin flip, you know. They've wrestled so many times, they know exactly what each other is going to do. It, you know, it's kind of one of those matches where somebody – is going to have to make a mistake or we're probably going to a, a, an ultimate tiebreaker. One thing at 145 that's kind of interesting is you got Trevor Cluck from Aurora ranked number one and Landon Widener from Hastings ranked number two. You would think Aurora Hastings that they've wrestled each other this year and they haven't. They have not. They haven't met up this year and and I, I think they were maybe supposed to meet up in a duel that, that got canceled towards the end of the year here. Um at 106, uh, kind of an interesting, an interesting thing here. You know, Caden Savota probably is a pretty big favorite uh, against Ashton Dane from Gearing. Dane was third down here a year ago for Plainview um, in Class D and transferred out to Gearing. And and actually, I shouldn't say transferred to Gearing. He transferred to Hay Springs. Uh, he started school at Hay Springs this year in the fall and and then transferred to Gordon Rushville right before Christmas and then they go to Christmas break and come back from Christmas break and all at once Ashton Dane's enrolled in Gearing and, and he's moved every time. Um, so Gearing is actually his third high school this season. Wow. Um, second that he's actually competed for. Um, and, and, and Dane, Dane is good. And, and, you know, Plainview won the class D state team title by 40 points. And you, you know, you look at their lineup and you go, Oh, you know, Dane could have very well easily been in their lineup, and, and here he is in the finals in, in Class B. At 120, you, you got Braden Court, who's ranked number five, uh, against the top-ranked Zach Oreda from uh, Omaha Scott. And, and, again, they haven't met up this year, and you would think with the maybe the, the number of schools that are in Class B being lower that those two would have met up, and, you know, Court's got a shot. He just beat Chavez, who who many people probably thought maybe he wouldn't beat, but we've seen it on on Thursday with Bo Hostler from from Carney High uh, put together a good game plan and and executed it. And, and and props to Coach Lenowski and Coach Trampy and Coach Castle over there and and Coach Barry over at Adams Central. They had a game plan ready and and executed it and won the match. And and finally the last match you know that I'm going to talk about here is. That matchup at 195, it's going to be an awesome match. Uh, it's two similar, similar built dudes, and and you know you got you got Lathan Duda who who bounces around with energy and goes goes 100 miles an hour 100 percent of the time, and and you got Dexter Larson who kind of has that bulldog mentality where 
he's just coming at you and coming at you and coming at you and coming at you and and so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be a fun match that might be a match where there's some oohs and ahs and the the tv camera people better be ready to come because and get out of the way because of the the tv camera set up on the side of the map might be in danger you know I, I watched dexter larson a couple times yesterday and he had a guy into the scores table and they have media tables set up along the edge of the mats and and he had the had a couple different guys into the media tables and and so the the 28 foot circle is not big <laughs> enough for those two tonight and and it's it's just going to be an awesome match and, and i can't wait to witness it All right, we will wrap things up here for our coverage this morning right after this. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Pools, hot tubs, fireplaces, and accessories. Backyard fun is what we provide. This is Doug with Detterdings. See us for quality products and expert local service. We're proud of all the wrestlers in central Nebraska. Keep striving to excel. From Detterdings and Kearney and Grand Island. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. No matter what your age, occupation, or hobby, we specialize in getting you back where you need to be. Best of luck, wrestlers. Gillespie Ag Service in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst wrestling team and coaches. Best of luck. Gillespie Ag Service is your pioneer seed dealer. The world depends on farmers, but who can farmers depend on? At Pioneer, our teams are dedicated to serving farmers year-round. Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926. There are so many advantages of shopping at Joe's Market in Loop City. You know the people who work there and they know you. Not to mention the great service, fresh meats and produce. Joe's Market in Loop City is proud to support the area athletes. Carney Power Sports is a proud supporter of all the wrestlers. With a large selection of new and used motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs, Yamaha, Kawasaki, and Polaris, full-service department, Carney Power Sports, 511 2nd Avenue in Kearney. We take pride in what you ride. This sports broadcast is brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams Corner Market is your full-service grocery store with the freshest produce and meat. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service. Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Good luck, athletes. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, and claim service that is second to none. See RAI of Nebraska and protect what needs protected in your life. Best of luck to the Ravana Blue Jays. Again, we'll be back with you at 1 o'clock here on Power 99 when the Class C semifinal and third-round consolation wrestlebacks get going. Here's who will be competing. Chris Felder of Kearney Catholic is in the semifinals. For Amherst, Quentin Frank and Riley Galloway are in the semis. Ian Hughes and Drew Bogard are in the consolations. Tryon Calarose of Arcadia Loop City in the consies. For Ravenna, 
They will be in the consolation round with Quentin Ackley and Jesse Drahota in the semifinals. Peyton Rees back. It's been fun watching him the last two weeks. As we said, he was the fifth seed in districts, and he is in the state semifinal. For Gibbon, Jose Escondon will be in the consolations. For Wood River, Dylan Anchetta is in the semifinals, and Eli English will be in the consolations. St. Paul will have Caleb Baker in the semifinals and heavyweight Nathan Shear in the consies. Central City, number one right now in the team race, Drew Garfield, Cole Coons, Tristan Burbach, Dyson Coons, Tanner Schneider-Hines, and the heavyweight Gunner Bailey all in the semifinals, while in the consolations will be Sam Moore. That's it. That's all they have in that spot who suffered his first loss of the year last night. For Ord, in the semifinals, Garrett Cluthy, Ryan Gabriel, and Kellen Meyer. Ord has nobody in the consolations. For Lewis Bertrand, Trevin Edwards is in the consolation. Sutton has Joseph Heinrichs, the defending champion, in the semifinals, as does Nebraska Christian with top-ranked Carl Munt. And that is a look at our area teams, and we'll keep you up to date on some others as well as Class C moves along. Colin, any real quick comment on Class C as we get ready? Uh, Class C is a team race. Uh, it's going to be interesting. You've seen David City and Central City. I'm Yesterday during that C, C opening round was it was as loud as you had heard this arena, and, and it was the Central City fans and the David City fans going back and forth. And, you know, David City gets a big head-to-head win at 170 over – Central City, and then Central City turns around and and returns the favorite heavyweight. You know, when Central City's heavyweight takes out top ranked uh, David City's top ranked heavyweight, and uh, you know, and, and David City Aquinas is right there. You know, we we said coming in that there was three teams that could win Class C, and and that race. You know, at, at this point in the A and, and D state tournament on Wednesday and Thursday, the team races were over. You know, Millard South and Plainview had both won it by this point. And, and, and B and C, we knew they were both going to be good team races. Gearing's got a five-point lead right now. And in Class C, I think all those guys are within five points of each other at the top going into the day. So the place is going to be electric in Class C. The, the emotions are going to be running high. It's going to be fun. I'm, I'm a Class D-raised kid, and... and B and C is the best wrestling in the state, in the state. you know, uh, it, 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 the top ranked guys in class A are, are good and, and would win at any class, but the depth in class B and C is, is just unreal and it makes for the emotions and the, the atmosphere to just run super high. So really excited for the class C semifinals this afternoon. Colin, uh, we will say thanks again for, uh, for your great knowledge and help and, uh, for the folks at any wrestle, I'm going to let you go get online and order some of these Pierce plaid shirts. Yeah, yeah, I need to. Uh, well, actually, to be honest with you, I made the Pierce plaid singlet, so <laughs> I might have something that looks like that in the closet as well. Thanks, thanks for your time, and uh, we will wrap things up here and remind you that we are back with you at one o'clock. Drew White of Kozad has. Uh, been beaten four to three. He'll go for fifth and sixth. We still have about nine more guys to come in this round. So we'll have an update for you a little bit later on. But for now, for our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, Colin Pfeiffer, I'm Doug Duda from the CHI Health Center in Omaha. Class B continues in the finals tonight at 7. We'll be back at 1. 
Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. Proceeding has been a Platte River Radio Classic Hits Power 99 Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.